Test, 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 test. Oh, yeah, you're very, very hot. <clears throat> All right. Speak again. <clears throat> test, 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 test. Still, you're a hot one. Yeah. Rolling hot ones. Speak more. Test, test, testing, test, test, test. Oh, it's raining all of a sudden. Good thing we're under the awning. Oh, yeah. yeah. Shit, this is going to... All right. This is going to be a noisy, a yeah. noisy, uh, noisy little podcast. Are we on? Are we going? Levels, uh, levels adjusted. a noisy little podcast. Oh. It's about to sound like Grimmer Comforts in here <laughs> with, the, with the rain sound bed yeah, in the background. If yeah. This keeps going. Well, I do that mostly, well, partly because it's nice, but mostly to cover up any inevitable sound problems that we're having. I thought we do it, it was real. <laughs> yeah, On the I first the episode, I thought time. it was real. I was like, God damn, I know Ireland is rainy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, actually, strangely, this always happens to me. I put a fair amount of effort into, you know, getting the quality of things correct. And I feel like, I, yeah, partly because of my job, I sort of know a bit more about it. And I make sure my equipment's set up right. And, cal- I, you yeah. know, I, I put effort in. And inevitably, someone like Aaron will come along who has basically fuck all to work with and will just speak into, you know, like a headset mic. And I'm like, how the fuck is his cleaner than mine? How is uh, his sound cleaner <laughs> than mine? <laughs> I don't know. He always definitely sounds like he's speaking into a headset mic. Yeah, but the actual like the problems I have with my end of it, mm. I have more to work with because I'm I'm using a better mic. But um, yeah, it's very frustrating. Yeah, and it's happened with you too. Like where I'm faffing around when we tried to do it over Zoom that one oh time. Oh my god! And I'm faffing around trying to get my stuff working. And you've got your silly little headset mic on, and you're just like, "Hey, coming through loud and clear." <laughs> That thing cost twenty dollars. That that headset mic. I'm telling you, sometimes, telling sometimes you. that's the solution. Really, is simplicity. Yes, it's not going to be the best, but I think you know you can kind of shoot for the stars with relatively limited resources. Like I'm not going to have a studio with sound insulation and you know an excellent quality mic that's properly calibrated to that environment. So by me trying to hit that kind of like mid level. Uh, sophistication. I'm actually just uh, causing myself a lot of anxiety and yeah. sounding shit in the process. We kind of hedged our bets with the name of this podcast, though, the Poor Quality Podcast. So if yeah. it's, if it sounds like shit, then well, you what know, did you expect? It's what it says on the tin. Yeah. And the great irony is, our podcast is much better than most podcasts, uh, not just audio wise, but also content wise. I would argue. <laughs> now, consistency, we may be, <laughs> we may not be leading the race. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think in, in terms of future historical merit, oh yeah, uh, more so than most podcasts. Yeah, I was just reading, um, I picked up the other day this in Barnes & Noble, they had the National Geographic have released a uh, kind of pamphlet, you know, one of those little editions about uh, stuff found buried under London. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I'll have a look at that. And uh, it has a whole section in it thinking, well, considering, well, in a few hundred years, what would they find of our current civilization? Plastic's all recyclable, and it often gets taken away to be disposed of elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing's really sort of left on site. Everything always gets taken to landfills or melted down or whatever. So they were saying that what's more likely to be of interest to quote-unquote archaeologists in the future would be our social media, our digital, our data mm-hmm. uh, footprint, I suppose. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, yes. 
Yes, we will be like that little clay pipe used oh, for smoking. Oh, yes, absolutely. And we will, yeah, we will one day be in some kind of publication mm-hmm. of, well, we found this. So this tells you an awful the, lot about what they were up to in the, the, in the 2020s. The Romulus and Remus of... Uh... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I would love it if there was some kind, some sort of misunderstanding like that. That sounds like the plot of one of your plays, perhaps. I do want I do want one of the... It does sound like it could be the plot. Yeah, a misunderstanding that yeah. posits someone very unremarkable as... Yeah. I suppose that that's been done, hasn't there? Like Sleeper was kind of like that, wasn't it? Oh, the Woody Allen movie. Yeah, yeah that, that, he was. What a reference! Yeah. I haven't thought about Sleeper in decades. Um, well, you've been sleeping. Fuck! This is why we're the future rulers. Yeah, man, we're coming back <laughs> oh, the, oh, the so internet. strong. <laughs> We've been saving ourselves up, edging Se- September <laughs> September sixteenth. By the way, September sixteenth was that our was last, when we our last. that was when we historically watched Clerks. Uh, well, actually, no, I guess no. You released that review almost immediately. It was piping hot. I wanted the, to get it out. It was off the off griddle. The way, dude. Was, all right, like, well, let's not dwell on this any longer than need be. But here we are. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, 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 the best we, part of six months later, still talking about Clerks three. It kind of it cursed me. It kind of defeated my morale. <laughs> That's why yeah. we haven't done a podcast in so long. That's true. I mean, we've, we've only been recovering. S- yeah, we've only seen each other a handful of times since then. Yeah. Um, but since that, if that, that was our last episode, Clips 3. Yes. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, since then, uh, we were just uh, mentioning to each other before we started that history has not been kind to our opinion on it. We're on the wrong side of Future history. Future archaeologists will discover that Clerks 3 was a beloved film, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they got it. <laughs> and these two guys got it wrong. I gotta tell you, I don't think you're right. I mean, I have not been hearing the same... I, my ear has not been to the streets on this. Well, yeah, granted, I have only got that information from listening to Kevin Smith's podcast. No, I'm good. <laughs> uh, no, no, it's true. Even people on... Uh, you know, I'm, I'm on a forum that has similar people to me, people who grew yeah. up with Kevin Smith films, but then quite rightly became disenfranchised. And mm-hmm. um, I was expecting them to all, you know, go all in on how... how obviously fucking shit it is and yeah. like badly thought out and you know rushed it's and bad to the core it's incompetent was what we yeah, said but yeah the, but no instead you're getting people being like actually i found it you know remarkably sweet and touching and actually yeah it did hit me in the feels at the end and i, <laughs> and I did find it uh i did find it sad uh, or, or kind of clever i did find it clever that dante dies at the end because that was part of the uh, in, original ending <laughs> oh, for the first yes. time like, how is that clever though it's stupid <laughs> Stupid, it comes out of nowhere. He just has a heart. He just he, fucking falls over and dies. He wrote that fucking <laughs> script in in 30 minutes. I think that script took less time to write than, than it, it does than to the read. Film, yeah. Than it takes to watch. Yeah. yeah it really is a, quite something. But we're... I have seen fewer people. No, and I got to tell you, that. now that you're mentioning it, I'm also on uh, a for, like on a subreddit that's exact... And it's actually tangentially Kevin Smith themed. Uh, oh, what on? Well, because it's for a podcast that was on the Smodcast Network once, and then it broke away. Oh, uh, which one? Uh, tell him, Steve, Dave. That's not on Smodcast anymore. Uh, no, Smodco. I think there's. Well, there's been the scuttlebutt. Is there's been a falling out? Well, there's some bad blood. Yeah, yeah. Well, the guy who, the guy who's been hosting it since episode one, he, uh, he, what's it called? He used to run the secret stash. And That's right, when they yeah. moved locations this last time, he was asked to step down because they couldn't foot his salary anymore. Mm-hmm. So they moved someone up to his position for a lower salary because, you know, whatever, which is, I think, all well and good. But apparently since then, there's been a lot of weird like 
you know, this guy ran the secret stash for since its genesis, basically. Better part of two decades. Is that big beardy guy? No, no, no. That's that one guy. of the comic book men, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's this is one of the other comic book men. Okay. But so, you know, this guy ran the secret stash for X amount of years and then like the year after he steps down, they do this big twenty five years of the secret stash retrospective event and he's not invited. Like he's doesn't he does he's not at it. Mm. Like they didn't offer it. The 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 new manager was there. Yeah, and so it's like this is weird. He does. Kevin Smith does seem to have big falling outs. Well, he made them all sign NDAs. That we know for a fact. Uh, so um, yeah, I mean, there, there was. It's actually interesting. I wasn't planning on talking about Close Three again, but mm-hmm. I did see. I haven't watched the film again. Oh and boy, I don't but what I was going to say oh, is sorry. on that subreddit. Yes, I mean because that subreddit hates Kevin Smith mm. now. Like almost a weird degree, yeah. Where they're like calling him a con, they're accusing him of malfeasance, financial <laughs> mispractice. Oh, I've, I've done that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, they hate the guy, and even and even they are like, oh, shed a little tear, you know. Like, yeah, gotta, there's something it, about it. Gotta, the, it. It got me right in the feels, like that exact yeah. word, <laughs> which is really odd. That there must be something about it that is for against their better judgment, triggering something in them. Uh, maybe they had more of an attachment to the original clothes than I do. Like, I, I, yeah, I don't have any I, particular. Yeah, maybe that's it. I don't know. Not we're chasing Amy too, <laughs> <laughs> which they have sort of done the, in a scene in Jane Silent Bob. Oh, reboot. that's true. And you know what? I did get choked oh, up at that scene. Sake. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Yeah, in an otherwise awful movie. Well, maybe if they bring back the uh, characters from Jersey Girl at some point, then I'll I'll shed a tear. Honestly, Jane Silent Bob. I like Green. Jersey Girl. I like Jersey Girl a lot. I think it's quite good. It's good. There's nothing wrong it's with it. Very. Com- it's a competent. Yeah, it's type. the opposite of his current movies. Yeah, it's, it's competent. It's, it's competent <laughs> at doing something perhaps and not, unambitious but and not masturbatory. Person, no. you know, it's not uh, full yeah. of references to himself and his own life. In fact, actually, it's. I would say it's his best possibly, movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the only films where it doesn't feel. Super personal. I mean, I guess he'd become a dad, but nothing else about those stories. Yeah, it's, and it's like weird stuff that like you like. I've, the, there's pop culture references all over it as well, and it's all you know. It's all about fucking New Jersey. It's like Will not. Smith. I mean, I like we're saying that. <laughs> I like how we're saying that, but yeah, it is about New Jersey. But I, I mean, guess, you but know, that's fine. You're allowed to do. But that. like, do you remember the main thing that John comes Waters out at the end? Films of, about Baltimore. And you don't. That's true. Yeah. Uh, you know, the main thing in in that movie is there. Um, He's trying to get to her little school play, mm. and they're doing Sweeney, Sweeney Todd. Todd, and then all the other kids are doing Memory from Cats. Yeah, and that's the that's big. That's a funny gag. joke. It was a funny joke because you can imagine that being somewhat true yeah. at the time. Anyway, great movie, Jersey Girl. <laughs> I think it is. I never disliked that movie. I don't no, know what I people hated about good. it so much. I, I think he's that's one time where I think Kevin Smith's been perhaps right about the critics and that they just were they had their claws out for. Yeah. Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. Yes. But yeah. anyway, um, I was going to mention, oh yeah, so the other day, by happenstance, considering we're talking about this, I heard that on the Close 3 documentary, uh, on the Close 3 DVD, there's a documentary about the entire history of Clerks. Nice. And I sort of had it on in the background while I was playing Elden Ring. Yes, I'm still playing Elden Ring. Good. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm a millennia solo. You, you look like you've lost a lot of weight, and I like to think it's because you just hunched over your computer playing Elden Ring, forgetting to eat. Yeah, just subsisting on Estus flasks <laughs> yeah. and boiled crab. 
Um, wow. <laughs> yeah. Someone out there got that, liked it. Yeah. <laughs> no, they should also get that. I'm a Millennia soloist as well. If you're on the PlayStation Network and you need help with Millennia, I am your man. I can do it on my own. A soloist, you yeah. say? What's that mean? Uh, that means, well, specifically, there was a guy who became, I think he was voted, you know, gaming celebrity of the year. This guy called Let Me Solo Her. That's his name. Nice. Because there's a boss in, in Elden Ring who's notoriously, like, unfairly difficult. Mm. And uh, this guy just goes, like, people can't do her. Like, even my friend Daniel uh, broke his TV trying to do her. Uh, he's, he, I think he got her after... By do her, you mean kill, kill her? her? Yeah, okay. like, defeat her. All yeah. right. Or, or shag her. I, I don't know what this game is. <laughs> There are some people yeah. I've seen on like the Reddit and stuff because on, on the Reddit you can offer people you can offer to help. It allows yeah. you to invite other players to help you with something. So there have been people who are getting very excited about the fact that they can kill Melania. Like I saw one. Oh, they're a little bit too excited. Yeah, I saw one. He had a, had a post on the on the Beyond the Fog subreddit, uh, which is for co-op, and he said. Uh, I can kill and rape Melania for you. Whoa! <laughs> it's a bit like all right, mate. Calm it down. Um, she's, it, she's contaminated with scarlet rot. Like you don't want to be putting your penis yeah, in her. Come on, man. Anyway, uh, but yeah, I, I so, got, so is millennia. Oh, millennia. Millennia. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and she's not oh, so seriously so you can one fight of the hardest by yourself, huh? Oh, not only can I fight her by myself, I can. Do, well, oh yeah. So soloing means like if someone invites you in to do it, they just sit back and you do it on your own. But basically, if you get hit once by her, you're. Well, you, it depends, but yeah, it's it's a very difficult boss, but you can learn it. Wait, what do you mean they sit, but who sits back? The person who... So you as the soloist so you go would into, sit back? You, no, no, you go in, you get invited into their game because they summon you for help. Yeah. They want help. So they go, all right, come and help me. Then you go into the bus together and they just stand back and don't get killed, basically, is mm -hmm. the most important thing. And you and are the you one go and do up it. there fighting her. Yeah, you basically do it on your own. Do you get paid for this? Are you like a, are you like a mercenary in this world? No, I, I do it because, first of all, it's a fun... For, once you understand how to do it, which is very... It took a long time to figure out how mm -hmm. to do it properly. Uh, it's very satisfying. And it, it feels like you've really overcome something. Because there, there are some moves which seem like they're completely impossible to dodge. This is very boring podcast content, I realize. <laughs> but George is an Elden Ring. George is an Elden Ring player now. So he will oh, hopefully he's, find he's something. Stoked, right? This is the happiest day of... Hey, George, Merry Christmas. <laughs> PQP came back and <laughs> yeah. he snapped at me the other day because... Uh, we were out front of Idle Hour, and I was like, hey, did Sean ever tell you about the time a possum fell from this guy? And he just goes, I listened to the fucking podcast. And he goes, and you, I want more. And you guys aren't making new yeah. ones. Yeah, no, he sent me a message accusing me of slacking. Yeah, he's not happy with us right now. Well, look, we're doing but it people now. People demand so, it. Yeah, happy new year, George. Yeah, give it a couple, get, like, you know what? Just don't release this for like three weeks. Just sit on this one. <laughs> There's a, another podcast I listen to by a guy called Adam Buxton, and I'm always surprised he records separate intros for each of his podcasts. They're usually interviews with people, and he's got one, and I'm looking at the day, and it's, okay, this was released in June 2022, and he's saying, oh, this interview happened in January. I'm like, how are you sitting on it for that long? Yeah. But I guess you can if you're a big nut, so I can you just yeah. bank them. You bank them. Just yeah. bank them, in yeah. that way, because you don't want to have any missed weeks. Yeah, but in our case, it's like, okay, well, it's lucky if we manage to get it's together and find a few hours. It's lucky if the one we did yeah. survives and, like, the Zoom exactly. doesn't turn off halfway yeah. <laughs> So anything we get, it gets put out. We're banking, like, checkpoints ten minutes through each <laughs> podcast. 
But anyway, what I was saying is that I had this documentary on while I was soloing Millennium and helping oh, right, countless 12-year-olds. Right. Oh, Christmas has been great. So many kids got the game and they don't know what they're doing. So I'm coming in and I'm doing it all for them. <laughs> Papa Sean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my, uh, my, my name, my character was called Dr. Clugstone. I just made him look like a kind of sad chemistry professor <laughs> who's, funny. who's accidentally been transported into this, this uh-huh. kind of uh, magical realm and these, all these people, you know, uh, non-player characters coming up and telling, oh, you're the chosen one. You're, you're to become Elden Lord. Blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, cannot be asked. Like, always makes, takes the worst decision for everything, like the, to not help or yeah. to kill someone innocent, you know, like people always do that. He's just completely not asked. But so it was him. But then I thought, right, if I'm getting more into doing this lady, I need a specific character. So uh, I'm now you get a lot of people like, let me solo her or I can I can solo her or Millennia Killer 66X or 69. So do, they, do they go into like a marketplace of people they no. can summon? No, no, no. You just, when you're by the boss, you can use an item that shows you people's, you can leave like a summon sign down by the I see. Bus, okay. Yeah, and, and then so bring the, them and in. So he leans a sign. It yeah. Instead but you of see who Dr. you're bringing in. So you, it says. Dr. Clogstone. Yeah, Clogstone. No. But okay. now, yeah, so, but you'll get other people who are like, you know, uh, Millennia's my bitch, 69 yeah, or whatever. Exactly. But I just, no, I, I went different. I'm, now, currently, I'm somebody's dad. <laughs> it's just yeah. somebody's dad. Somebody's dad, and I'm like, I'm overweight and kind of schlumpy looking. Um, but yeah. Anyway, <laughs> while how, I was how doing do people this, know that you're there to kill Melania. <laughs> well, yeah. So occasionally, if I, if I'm really, because it's very annoying to get someone in and they just die instantly because they go gung ho and they don't know what they're doing. Because yeah. then it ends for both of you. Um, you Got to so, listen to dad. Yeah, so every now and then I'll change it back to, you know, like, I can solo... I'm more polite. I'm not let me solo her, and I'm not... I will... I'm just like, I can solo her, if you like. Yeah. And again, <laughs> but if you want to join in, go ahead. Yeah, I don't mind. Wait, so my question is, is there... So is there, like... I just... Uh, you're just doing. You're not getting any recompense for this. You get recompense in game, like you get um, their, the currency in game. See, I assume that they pay you like a mercenary. That seems like it would no. be a more of an in a cool in world option, where you can like choose to become a like a monster killer for hire for other players. You who, kind of can, but you don't get yeah. the, the rewards in it are that you get to play the boss again. Like you know, because in the actual game, you play the boss, you kill them, that's it, they're done. So it's a way of repeating them. But you can't like buy. Tokens. No, there, there are, the game has a whole element. All of the Dark Souls games have, has an element of uh, you know people coming in and helping, but sort of anonymously and not with any big reward in mind. Just doing it to be mm-hmm. kind of virtuous. Just, um, wouldn't it be cool though if like you like you like the way you could have a profession in those types of games and like you you go in there and you you're a monster killer for hire and then like you see you going down the street and you got like big purple robes because you have so much gold from killing monsters. Yeah, I mean, you, right? you kind of can do that, but the, the way it works is they're very good. The, the, the From Software who make these games and the director, um, Hidetaka Miyazaki, he, they're very good about not charging, you know, or incentivizing you to buy more stuff. They don't have microtransactions or anything mm. like that, which they could easily do. Like they could easily, people would pay for better weapons and better oh, yeah. outfits and stuff like that, but they don't want to do that. They're really reluctant to... Uh, so I think anything that would incentivize real life money to change hands, you know, for people like to set up some kind of trading network. Yeah, I don't think they want to get involved mm-hmm. in that. So, no, you do it mostly just for. I just meant I meant fake in-game money. Well, you get you get money yeah. for killing the boss. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I guess I wanted more fake money. But money is like, not. Maybe the, you could do that the, in Red Dead Redemption. I'll bet you can like do other mm, stuff to get your money up. Yeah, you can become a tycoon just by doing little dumb jobs. Yeah, well, you can get, you get money in um, in these games every time you kill something. Oh, okay. they each have different values. But uh, yeah, so bosses tend to pay you fairly well, especially hard ones like her. Yeah. Anyway, right. while I was doing that... Oh, yes. So, <laughs> Kevin Smith. I, I saw, again, on my forum, someone posted, oh, there's a... They released a documentary about all of... All of Clark's history, and, um... So I had that on in the background, and... Oh, my fucking lord. What's going on? Well... Is he okay? Uh, nah, it's just, you know, the same kind of navel-gazing, like, anti-amazing type thing. Oh, I'm just a guy from New Jersey, but yeah. somehow I'm fucking awesome. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> But along with that, now, you know, the, the kind of, they're allowed to talk shit about Harvey Weinstein. So every, and obviously Harvey Weinstein was a huge part in yeah. making Kevin Smith who he is. Yeah, of course. But now you don't hear any of that. You just hear, and you know, so this guy comes up, he, he wants to talk about clerks and what he might be able to do with it. And I instantly knew this guy was a horrible, morally repugnant bastard. <laughs> I always knew that. And then someone else would be talking to me like, yeah, so, uh, but then Harvey didn't, didn't want me to work with Kevin again. So Harvey Weinstein, I, we never liked him. No one ever liked him. Uh, and it's like, I don't remember this being but true. Kevin Smith loved him Yeah. He, yeah. he was very Same pro. with Tarantino. Yeah. Very yeah, pro Weinstein. Yeah, yeah. Cause he gave them their careers. Yeah. But anyway. Well then you remember he famously told Harvey to shut the fuck up. That's a story that he loves to trot out now. Yeah. What was it about again? I think it was like during a red state screening. Right. That was when Kevin Smith was really on his war path. When he was making red state was when he had that crazy mental break. Oh, like selling it for a dollar? Yeah, he, he yeah. took it all the way to Sundance and then held an auction just so he could buy it from himself yeah. for one dollar. Yeah. And then, and then give us huge rant about how the industry is broken and and he doesn't need it and he's gonna he's gonna go tour it and all this which would all be great and fine if he took that stance and actually proved that yeah you can make really good stuff without the industry behind you yeah he has proven the opposite well i mean yeah <laughs> i mean i'm sorry since Red State, has he made anything decent? it is no. it is odd that he comes most gung-ho when his artistic output is that it's it's nadir <laughs> yeah yeah and then kind of blaming the industry for like Holding him down, holding yeah. him back. But well, here's what happens when you're not held back. <laughs> yeah, this is not you. very good. This is you unrestrained. As yeah. Zombie Joe once said about David Lynch's uh, Twin Peaks, the new season of Twin Peaks when that came out, there's <laughs> too much creative freedom. <laughs> He's kind of right. He's kind of right. Although I, I did not like the new Twin Peaks when I first saw it. Um, because to me, Twin Peaks itself was very dependent on what it was. It was a sitcom. Well, not, sorry, not a sitcom. Like a kind of soap procedural opera, procedural like, yeah. drama in that slot on that kind of network mm -hmm. and doing something really odd with that. Mm -hmm. And that's what made it what it what it is and why it, you know, why it had the impact it did. And then when it comes back as a very, just like a very long David Lynch film, basically, without yeah. any of that, um, I was, yeah, I was underwhelmed. I, I was like, oh, well, this is, just Inland Empire stretched out over 18 hours for fuck's mm. sake um, but then I watched it again like a couple of years later and started to understand what it was doing and so it's good in and of itself but it doesn't feel 
I suppose he already did that with the movie, though. Fire Walk With Me. Eh, not that you know anything about this, but... Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I could go on about Twin Peaks, but I won't. Yeah, I, well, I won't be watching that. No, oh, you should. I think you would really like it, actually. No, I'm busy watching Search Party. Have you seen that show? No. That's good. Is it good? It's one of those things where I couldn't really recommend it without spoiling it. Okay, well then Because don't. it's another thing that... that is doing one thing for a whole season, and then the next season it's doing a completely different thing. Uh, what's it on? What it's, I think it started or? on TBS. Oh, really? Which is odd. It doesn't feel like a TBS show. Okay. But the last two seasons were made uh, directly by HBO Max. Oh, okay. And but they like the first three. Se- well, I'm only through two seasons now, dude. This fucking guy next door. I'm sorry. Yeah, that, we, I don't know if you can. I don't know if the mic's picking it up, but there's. A kind of whining, what sounds like a buzzsaw. Yeah. But there's also smells now. Are yeah. you getting that? Yeah, like it, a, sounds, it smells like he's putting someone in a wood chipper. And it sounds like that, yeah. too. Yeah, when, when I went on safari in Africa when I was young, and uh, we saw lions tearing apart a warthog. Mm-hmm. And they and the, the guide goes, oh, oh, hold your noses, everyone. They're about to hit the spleen. And they did, and it smelled a bit like this. Whoa, what's, what's, the, what's in a spleen? I guess I don't know I, what a spleen does. I just realized that. Well, now let me think. Now the spleen isn't that the isn't that where the gland that skunks have isn't that what they're spraying out? It's something splenetic it's from a oh, from no the idea. spleen. Yeah. Oh, well, now you're showing me up. But yeah, I always assumed it was the one. I'm not that was, showing you up at all. I'm saying I don't know. Well, I'm a, <laughs> I always assumed the spleen was associated with smells. Like, is that where methane comes from? No, can't be. I don't know. Methane is just the breakdown of. Yeah, that's just in your guts. Anyway, it's, it's smelly here is what we're saying. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it smells. It smells and it's noisy. <laughs> Merry uh, Christmas. Happy New Year. We're yeah. back. <laughs> yeah, this is, to, to date ourselves, this is January the 2nd of yeah. 2023. Max keeps talking about Christmas, but Christmas has been and gone. Well, yeah, I mean, I didn't get much of a Christmas. Actually, you know what? Did I tell you what I did? I went to Texas. Yeah, what you an mentioned that. unexpected journey. Your first time in Texas. First time ever in Texas, and you'd be proud of me. I, uh, unlike last time, I went to Colorado and I ate uh, what was I eating? Uh, fucking lentil stew Tuckies. the whole time. Oh right. Oh yeah, because yeah, you were <laughs> yeah. you were all vegan then. Yeah, I'm trying to impress that one. I finally went to now. Nah, now I'm trying to impress this one, so I had to go to. <laughs> so I had to go to. Yeah, I was. <laughs> It was if you brisket. finish this 64 ounce steak, then you get it for free. <laughs> we drove by that place. Oh, there is the, 70, okay. the 72 ounce. Uh, it's in Amarillo. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know if it was that place. I thought that was just a place in no, any yeah, any I mean, small southern town. Well, you know, I mean, I it must Amarillo's must be the most famous because I it was no fewer than five di- individual like unique Texans in Dallas who told me like you know up in Amarillo. They got, <laughs> they, if you finish it, I hear you don't get charged. <laughs> No, I think yeah, I they'll think even you get pay it your free. hospital fees. It's That's something a bad like Texas accent. Sorry, yeah, it's not. I wasn't. Your I was best. trying to do <laughs> Hank Hill. I was trying to get like a Hank Hill kind of accent, but I didn't really get it. Boy, yeah, yeah. Or here if they, yeah, yeah. I, I think better. they, uh, I think they actually have that plot in an episode yeah, of King of the Hill right. where Bobby has to yeah. yeah. Um, well, no, it's funny that you should mention because one, I found out that the citizens of Dallas uh, they look down on Amarillo. And let me tell you, I was in Amarillo for all of about 10 minutes, and I, I can't blame them. Well, you're moving there. I, wa- I, I was. <laughs> but then you finally yeah, looked at it. now I'm moving somewhere else. Yeah. Pilot Point, Texas. Pilot Point. Mm-hmm. What's that? Um, I'll, give, I'll give you some background on it. 
It's a very old town. It was named because of the like horse riding carriage people that would come, the wagon drivers that oh, would come through. Sorry, is this the one that Meg was talking about uh, last time I saw her? Up at Brandon's wedding, when we were up in Lake Arrowhead, she was talking about a place near Dallas, which mm-hmm. was getting kind of gentrified and people were pissed off about it. Or there was some road coming through it or something like that. <laughs> the train station. Yeah. The train was coming yeah, the through. the railroad's coming any day now. <laughs> there was no, something like that she was, um, she was talking about. I think she might have been talking about a different place. This place did okay. not look like it was getting gentrified to me. Oh, okay. Um, but it was... I'll give you one thing it's famous for. If you watch Bonnie and Clyde... With Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway, hmm. um, they rob a bank in it. Okay, that bank is the town bank in Pilot Point. It, do you mean the real Bonnie and Clyde did, or they just shot a no, scene? No, in there? the film, they just shot a scene there. They shot a okay. So right. it's actually because I, I asked about this. So they in the film they shot that exact bank, right? And they used it as the bank. I don't know if it was playing the bank of Pilot Point, Texas. Right. However, I did ask and they said, I was like, is it true that Bonnie and Clyde, like, were they, did they live in Pilot Point? And they said, like, they had family there or did something. Did they come through Texas? Yeah, they were in Texas. They were Texas based. Bonnie and Clyde were? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I could be wrong. I thought, why did I th- I think it was, I thought it was Midwest, like Chicago. And so I could be wrong. No, yeah. I think Bonnie and Clyde were in Texas. Okay, well. Let's find out. American bank robbers in the 1930s. Uh, They were ambushed while they were shot to death in Louisiana. Mm. So they made their way somewhere. Um, Let's see. Made their way to Louisiana. So Bonnie was born in Rowena, Texas. Oh, okay. And uh, Clyde, let me see here. He was born in Ellis County, Texas, southeast of Dallas. Oh. So they're they're Dallas born and bred, baby. Okay. Oh, I just he uh, he was apparently repeatedly sexually assaulted when he was in prison. I didn't. I don't know why they included that. (laughs) 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 Um, I never knew that. That was fun. But no, allegedly, what they told me. Wait, no, hold on. I I, oh, they didn't. They got shot to death. So he was in prison prison before. Right. Oh, okay, Brian. Um, That's less funny then. No, yeah, (laughs) it was. But apparently, they were also telling me that allegedly they never robbed the bank in Pilot Point okay. in real life because they they had their money had fam, uh, their family had money in it. Oh, that's brilliant! Yeah. Okay. So you you like Pilot Point though? How long were you so there it's for? It's a tiny, tiny little town. Like the town square, as you can see, like you look, you you're seeing basically the whole town when you're standing in the middle of the town square. Oh. There's houses and stuff, and like a, a school. Yeah. But uh, a shit ton of churches, weirdly. But um, not that weird. Yeah, I guess it's not that weird. <laughs> it's Texas, you're talking about. Yeah, but man, was it great! So Meg's stepmom, who apparently grew up in that town, like mm. she moved away and then came back. She was showing me around and showing me all the buildings have like little plaques on them that say where they like when they were built. They were all built in like the 1870s, and um, you go in and it's like there's like the the general store, which used to be a saloon. And you go in there and the lady will tell you about like, oh yeah, there was like a, there was a gunfight here. They went out this exit back here. They, and then they took their, they took the gunfight into the street. This was the last gunfight in pilot point happened in this store of all, of all when it was a saloon. <laughs> and then you go to the next guy and I'm not even kidding. Like it is so Southern. It's like, these guys are gossiping. Like you go in there. They're like, howdy, you know, how was your Christmas? Blah, blah, blah. 
And then they just start laying gossip on me <laughs> of characters who have been dead for 40 years. <laughs> like the, and like crazy shit. He was telling me about, I'll give you a little pile of point history. He was telling me all about how the mayor of the town was a, was a Lothario and he, he was cheating on his wife and his wife caught him. So she pulls out her 32 and shoots him right above the dick, right in his torso. <laughs> he goes to the town doctor to try to get it removed, but he says you can't document to this. To get his dick removed? No, to get the bullet oh, okay. removed from the top of his dick. And uh, he said you can't tell anybody about this, though, because uh, it'll ruin my political career. Um, because people are going to be like, why'd you get shot in the dick? Um, <laughs> and then the town doctor just tur- just so turns out, the town doctor's son is the biggest pusher in, in Pilot Point of, like, marijuana, I guess. Right. Yeah. What's uh, that got to do with it? Well, so the town doctor's son, this is the mayor, right? And so the doctor's like, okay, well, guess what? Amnesty for my son, then. Oh, his son was already known to the authorities? I believe so. Okay. So he was like, amnesty for my son. And so now there's this, so this, the mayor spends like the next 10 years getting blackmailed by a, a, an, incre- a, an increasing web of people who find out about his infidelity. <laughs> uh, and, but then he sees a recidivist. He goes and does it again. <laughs> and she catches him again. This time she shoots him in the foot. And uh, so it's just. She's obviously aiming for a stick, but she's got worse and worse aim. <laughs> well, she's older now. Yeah, you know, with age. Eyesight was failing. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I got to hear all that. I got to hear about the time the store was robbed and the guy had smoked too much weed before robbing the store. So. A lot he, of weed and. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that either. And yeah, that all came like from it. just that one guy, though. So maybe he was just some. I think he just likes weed. <laughs> yeah, he was. All like, his pot heroes. He was like a seventy-five-year-old man <laughs> with a white beard, and he. Was, I bet he was though. Like, I think yeah. people. I think those dudes in the South are like. There's a little bit of a criminal element. Outlaw. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, Texas for sure. Yeah. yeah. Sons of the South. Yeah. Um, but then we went to uh, there's like a bar, you know, a functioning saloon there, and everything. And so we went there, and it was called Low Brows. <laughs> and it was, <laughs> and we went there, and the lady behind the counter was like nobody in there. Uh, but it was just the lady behind the counter is there, and I ask her about this table game they got. She gets all excited. She comes out and plays with me. Uh, it's called Shut the Box. Have you heard of this game? No, I thought you were about to say it's called uh, Connect Four. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Hungry Hungry Hippos. <laughs> Me and a few good old boys yeah. <laughs> slamming our yeah. purple plastic come on, come on, come on. <laughs> throwing down money and yeah. stuff. <laughs> Matt's just taking off his watch, <laughs> throwing that in there. <laughs> Meg's like, you, You've had enough, Max. I'm like, I'll tell you when I've had enough. Yeah. Do we get a white claw? We need gas to get home, man. Yeah. <laughs> taking off his shoe for yeah. that time. Um, yeah. I tried a Lone Star. I've never had that before. You never had Lone Star before. I guess don't, we don't have. get it out here. Yeah, although I I had I had had it before I went to Texas, uh, so they they do sell it in some of the places. Maybe Arizona. It is not beloved. It's not great. It's pretty disgusting, actually. It's, yeah, it's like it's very cheap. I'd say it's worse than PBR. Yeah, or like I, PBR's not even that bad. I'd say it's worse than like Rolling Rock. Yeah, mm, I put on about par with Rolling Rock. Yeah, yeah but it is very cheap there. Yeah, it so tasted that's like. 
I had a I was getting I was getting into my southern charm. I was very quippy. Oh god. Cuz the bartender she's, she's walking like, like Daddy Warbucks. She's, she's got like, like big white hat on. Yeah. I'm that type of southern. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I hear you. You're the price of you hear the little brows don't even accept Confederate money no more. <laughs> What's the world coming to? <laughs> so you've been here for two days. Yeah. <laughs> well, now I said, uh, so I tried the Lone Star and then I kind of just, you know, quietly ordered a Shiner afterward. Yeah. <laughs> After making this big well, yeah, scene. Well, yeah, they have Shiner as well, so. Yeah. No, that that's, that stuff's great. Yeah. yeah. I love, I actually love Shiner. I, gotta, I get it idle hour every, almost every time I go. Yeah, so weird they sell that there. Uh, yeah, it's uh, nice. Horribly marked up. I'll have you know. Yeah, I know. It's not an expensive $8 beer, for yeah. a bottle of Shiner Bar. Uh, they oh, they they're still on tap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even it's still. It's like $11. <laughs> yeah, it should not be that much. Anyway. But so, um, yeah, she asked me what I thought of it, and I kind of grimaced and was like, well, you know, I ordered a Shiner afterward, and they were like, no, nah, you can say it. You could say it. We all know it sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's piss. <laughs> yeah. And I said, I'd remark on the flavor if there was one. That's what I said. And they all... They're like, get out. They're like, this guy they rocks. Pull, they all pull their like, guns. She adjusted, she adjusted her glasses. She said, Oscar Wilde? Yeah. Is that you? Wait, he's back. He always said he would come back. Fucking the Groucho marks of pilot point. <laughs> Um, but yeah, she's got her fucking head in her hands. So. <laughs> yeah, she wasn't even there. I was just hanging out with her stepmom and dad for some reason. <laughs> for some reason, but that's probably the reason. She's yeah, like, I don't want to see. I don't want to like, see oh, this. God, yeah. here he goes. But did you spend Christmas there? Well, no, I spent Christmas by myself. But um, oh. you should yeah. have come here. Yeah, I didn't think to ask. Have had you. I, didn't, I didn't think I didn't to ask because I assumed myself over for Christmas. I should have honestly. I assumed you would have been in Texas or somewhere. No, yeah, <laughs> okay. just hanging out. Well, you do have it. Yeah, you're making it something of a trend to uh, go on like big sort of homecoming road trips with uh, whatever hapless female yeah. happens to but <laughs> happens to call you right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you shouldn't say that word. But yeah, well, no, um, it's quite poetic. It's interesting, isn't Max's it? Max's winter girls. <laughs> Max's winter girls. Yeah. Well, no, with Libby, that was in that. October. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I thought it was. I guess you went to Colorado, so it sounded. So it's a holiday snowy. thing. Snowy. Yeah, Next holiday. Gotta be, I gotta start dating someone around yeah. Memorial Day or something. And then come spring, I'll ditch her because she's yeah. my winter girl. <laughs> my winter girl. <laughs> my wintry lady. Um, my winter queen. But I, yeah, Pilot Point was awesome. Oh, but so then the thing that I was gonna say you'd be proud of me for is uh, at Meg's insistence, uh, we went to Hutchins. What's Hutchins? So I guess it's a Dallas. It's like Dallas's pride in terms of uh, Texas barbecue. Okay. Oh, hold on a second. That might have been. What is it? A cha- is it a Texas chain? There's on, there's two locations. There's only two. Okay, because yeah. there, there was another one which we got recommended. When <laughs> I went to Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> no, <laughs> there, there is a barbecue like a. Lo- it's only in Texas, and there's yeah. a chain of barbecue restaurants which. They have like the tagline "the worst barbecue in the world." No, yeah, it wasn't that one. That one this, sucked. Dick. This one, true to their name, itself. yeah, true to their ironic name, it was terrible. Well, tell you what, this one you were fucking paying pretty pennies for it. Really, barbecue is expensive. I didn't realize. Um, yeah, you could find there was cheap barbecue to be found yeah. in San Antonio anyway. But well, so I mean, I I think I I, I don't I don't want to. Re- listen, we got to keep it real on the PQP. 
and I'm going to say this, and I've said it before to Meg, and I, I was hitting it a little too hard, so I had to back off it, but now it's just us boys. we got to talk about it. Mm. Barbecue fucking sucks. It is the most overrated food. <laughs> I have I, been I've underwhelmed by it. I've never had great barbecue. I have been underwhelmed by it out here. Yeah. I expected more. I expected better. In Texas, well, and what? And for me, it's not even the food itself that, that is so insulting. The food's fine enough uh, when they have tri-tip. Which they yeah. didn't even have tri-tip at this one, but oh really? Yeah, they did have really, really, really good brisket though. Okay, well, and that's really good, good then. sides and like the food was good. Okay, that was um, the problem. The problem is exactly what I told Meg was going to happen, and I was, I think she thought <laughs> I'm I was like get constipated. Meg. I think she thought I was mad at her, but I was like, <laughs> you have no idea how happy I am right now because I'm so smug. Because when we first got like when she first picked me up from DFW, she was like, I was thinking. We'd go to this place, Hutchins, and I was like, oh, barbecue, can't we like get like a steak or something? Like, can't we go someplace nice? Like, I don't like barbecue because, and I was, she was like, what? As Why? soon as you've landed. Uh, yeah, I And know. she's like, hey, I'm going to take <laughs> yeah, some, some local favorites. And you're like, oh, can we not go somewhere nice instead of your shitty favorite places? <laughs> no. I want to go no. somewhere nice. No, she took me to a you. lot of great places. On you. Yeah, and Hutchins ho- was also great. Like, don't get me wrong. The food was great, but it was exactly what I predicted. And and that's why I felt so smug was because she was like, no, it's not like that. And I was like, we're going to get there. We're going to wait in a gigantic line to get this food so that we can go sit at a picnic table and eat it off a metal tray. I'm sorry. Did you have no. somewhere else to be? What? <laughs> <laughs> <Freaking> moaning. <laughs> and then getting, not only that, but getting smug. And then like when you arrive and there is a long line and you're folding your arms. Mm-hmm. I told you. Yeah, that's true. God, it's a wonder. It's a wonder that she didn't just put you right back on the plane. Go back to LA and go to Quiznos if you want. But no, it was good. I mean, the food was really, really good. I must admit that. Okay. Well, that's good. But you'll actually know this. The best part was the mac and cheese. I'd go back and just get four sides of mac and cheese. Disgusting. Well, this is from the person who wanted to go somewhere nice and get a nice steak, but now he's saying, well, you know, if I went back, I would just get the mac and cheese. Just four tubs, just four of-, tubs of mac and cheese. I would drink them. Oh, man. But, uh, okay, yeah. well, that's good. Yeah, then, but then the highlight of the trip, though, I'll show you right now, buddy. Oh, he's about to pull out his dick? <laughs> yeah. It looks oh, yeah. like, I mean... There we go, look. You got a bullet hole above oh, your dick? Oh, yeah. Oh, now who is this? Max is showing me a, a kind of Big Bang Theory style T-shirt <laughs> with a uh, with a chipmunk on it. I'm Explain assuming it's what you mean by Big Bang Theory style T-shirt. Isn't that t-shirt? The, the, the the Sheldon Cooper T-shirt you see people wearing That's with the, the, the lightning lantern, strike on the it? Green Lantern shirt. Isn't he wearing a Green Lantern shirt? Oh, you could be right. You know, I, yeah. I thought he had a red one. Maybe it's the flash. What he's saying is, I'm wearing like a T-shirt with a. Uh, it's oh, a red it, is, it might be the flash. Yeah. yeah. I'm wearing a t-shirt with a circular emblem on the chest. Yes. But it is not a superhero logo. Well, it's It's, a superhero to me. It's a superhero to Max because it's a chipmunk with a little red baseball cap. He's a beaver. A beaver? Okay. Mm -hmm. And his name is Bucky. Bucky. And he's the mascot of Bucky's, the chain of truck stops. Well, not truck stops, just because they actually say there are no trucks allowed in there. But it's these basically Walmart-sized convenience stores. Oh, yeah. That you get all up and down I-35 mm-hmm. and everything. There's like 22 of them in Texas and like a few scattered around like Oklahoma and stuff. Are there some in Nevada, too? In the I outskirts of Vegas? No, I don't think so. Oh, there are some very big. 
truck stops. Well, there was there was that one, but this one puts that one to shame, bro. Okay. The yeah, it has like you know, it's got like 120 gas pumps or whatever, and the 80 soda fountains. Son. Oh my lord, 80. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. There's nothing exciting in the soda. It's like it's just like <laughs> there's like that many Pepsi. Yeah. Um, but you'll never the fountain will never runneth dry of Pepsi at Bucky's. <laughs> And you get, they got the fudge, they it's make like, fudge. It's like the jerky. fountain of youth. Yeah. Nice. Like, they got jerky. Um, I got some yeah. hot sauce. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. What kind? I don't know, Bucky's branded. Oh, right. It had the, be- the one with the beaver on it. Okay. I think it was made of some kind of, like, a scorpion pepper or something like that. Mm. I don't know. Okay. All right. So so wait, you did this for not for Christmas the and Texas not f- heads out there in the audience are freaking out that I got to go to Bucky's the just te- so you Texas know. Heads. It's it's the it's the pride of Texas. Okay. So so wait, you did this between Christmas and New Year, but you didn't spend New Year there. No. Yeah, I I got out there on the 27th okay. of December and you were sent home we, on the 20th. <laughs> sent home on the 30th actually. Right. Um but actually the journey home was fun too. Guess what I went and done did? You got a quiz notice at the airport. DFW. <laughs> no, no, no. We drove home. Oh, so okay. Because she drove out there, ripped off her front bumper on the way, by the way. I don't mind telling you. How? Hit a pothole that was about... I saw a picture of it. Oh, Jesus. It was about six inches deep. In West Texas, probably. Uh, it was in It was in New Mexico, actually. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, she ends up ripping off her bumper. And then I flew out. Her mom used airline points to fly me out um, to there, and we got that's southern hospitality for you. And then you arrived complaining. That- <laughs> I didn't complain in front of her parents. I'm not an animal, and I wasn't complaining. I was roasting. I was like, you "Hey, roasting, Texas right? barbecue sucks." Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, and they're like, yeah. You're- <laughs> "Shut up." You've just arrived in Texas. <laughs> anyway, DFW. Have you ever been to DFW? By the way, no. It's a cool airport. I've never been to Dallas. So anyway, so uh, we get it. Uh, wait, what was I talking about? Oh, on the, so way, the, road, on the way back. Yeah, the trip home. On the way back, we drove the first leg, about 10 hours, and we stopped in the, uh, for the night in Santa Fe. Oh, you went back there. Now, Santa Fe is big because, well, I told you the time I went, it was it like was all close. a ghost town. Yeah, because yeah, of COVID. Because yeah, of COVID. Yeah. Yeah. But so Meg went to college in Santa Fe. Oh, really? And that tracks that. One of her many jobs out there was she worked in hospitality hmm. at hotels at like this nice chain of hotels that in Santa Fe. So she was able to get us a rather expensive room by pulling her strings. Um, so we got a nice room for cheap. Oh, good. And capped off the night by going to Meow Wolf. Oh. House of Eternal Return. You finally went. I finally went and went. Mm, my parents went. To the one in Santa Fe? Yeah. What'd they say about it? Uh, they thought it was shit. Well, I'm I'm inclined to disagree. <laughs> really? I could see why maybe they wouldn't have had fun with it, though. They said it was just like, okay, well, there's stuff in a place. Well, yeah, it's an, ex- it's an exhibit. I don't know what they were looking for. I think for. they were expecting it to be more, um, you know, uh, to have something to it rather than it just being sort of things. Things in rooms. You it know, does but, have but, something but to it, in you fact. You can't really interact with much or do any. There's no story that they could discern. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Yeah. Is there is a story, but right. you do have to discern it. Okay. And that's going to involve 
scrounging around, digging around, finding notes and journals, and yeah. it's an ARG, which Matt Slate's doing. Oh yeah, so fair enough. All right, so like, he likes look, it then. Well, look at this. Look, I actually, because I because we only had a couple hours there, I obviously don't have time to scrounge through everything because it takes easily eighty minutes just to see everything. I didn't realize how big it was. Mm. It's pretty big. Um, I'm trying to find Safari on here so I can show you. Uh, but because of this, right, I you can scan these QR codes that just give you a text <laughs> version, like a, a text version of the documents. Right. So, And I, I scrounged around, I found all 23 of them. Okay. So now I can read all the documents and kind of try to piece together the story. I'm sure someone has already compiled those. I don't of think course, you needed but I to, got to find them. You got to find QR codes. <laughs> well, yes. Apparently, according to Meg, because... Because Meg went to college in Santa Fe, she's been to Meow Wolf a zillion times. Right. That was just like a thing they did because it was like 10 minutes from their school. Yeah. Um, and she was saying that when she was there, which was shortly after it opened, they didn't have the QR codes. You actually physically had to find the stuff and like get enough time with it to sit down and read it somewhere. Because mm. she said it was before it was super popular and so it was usually per, kind of dead in there right. when she was in there so she could you know she could spend 12 hours in meow wolf like you just pick up a little binder and go sit under a tree or a fake tree <laughs> and read like just read the whole notebook in one sitting okay yeah yeah i don't, I don't that doesn't sound appealing to me honestly unless there's something really really good in that story but i doubt it well i don't know if there is but it's even without the story <laughs> it was impressive okay i mean because i haven't read the story yet but i've seen I, i've seen photos it's of, awesome of what's in it what's not to like it stimulates the imagination sure it's also fun there's a lot of interactive elements there's a laser harp yeah like here i've got a picture of me playing it here i got <laughs> like joanna newsome yeah, I am the Joanna Newsom of, of Santa, Santa Fe, Fe New buddy. Mexico. All right. Yeah, because it's just these lasers that are that are up there, and you run your fingers through them that yeah. creates a tone. Yeah, so like stuff you'd get in the science museum. Yeah, yeah. Here's me playing a uh, uh, here's me playing a mastodon. I'm like inside of a mastodon's ribs, and you hit it with the malice, and it makes tones. Yeah, it's fun. Sure, there's it, an arcade. It does remind me of. I mean, like you know, I'm I'm a parent now, and I've also mm -hmm. been a child of parents, and mm -hmm. it reminds me of the kind of stuff they would take you to when there was literally nothing else to do, and they take you to some kind of thing. Which there were a, a lot thing. of kids there. There were a lot like, of kids. Oh, press this button and watch a balloon fill up or something like that. Yeah, sick. It sounds like that, but for grown-ups. Yeah. 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 I don't know. No, I'd say I'd say it's worth trying. I'm definitely it, it definitely inspired me to go check out uh, Omega Mart too. I've heard that one because I thought about doing that when we were out in Vegas for Brandon's um, bachelor party uh, because they well I mean as we've I think yeah, I mentioned remember. on the podcast no one had any impetus to do anything that, yeah. that trip it didn't seem like so I thought I would just do that by myself but yeah. then I read uh, I was reading reviews for, mostly to discern whether it would be packed I didn't want it to be packed because mm -hmm. it was the middle of August and um, but yeah so I eventually didn't go but a lot of reviews were not only saying it was shit but. Uh, in comparison to the New Mexico one, but also that it was racist. <laughs> Hell yeah. It was getting cancelled. Um, what was racist about it, I wonder? Multiple people had the same kind of experience of like, you know, them kind of profiling uh, minorities and pulling them aside on the way in. Oh, like the, the style. I thought they meant like the exhibit was racist. Like oh, it was no, designed with racist intentions. <laughs> yeah, like you put your face in this, um, well, in this yeah. hole and you see yourself reflected <laughs> as mommy from... Uh, 
Well, there's the there's that cool phrenology exhibit where you go in there and they put the calipers around your skull. And yeah. They, no, no, it was uh, mostly a staffing complaint. Um, wow. Which I mean, that that wasn't my reason for not going. If anything, that's uh, yeah, to your phone. If I could see any examples of that, yeah. just like blatant racism on the way in. But. Um, no, no, I just didn't, didn't well, bother. But it's, mostly it's people were saying it was just two kind of... separate Omega Marts. <laughs> they're segregated. Yeah, one's called yeah. the Uber Mart. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That was the best I could pull. I was thinking like, oh, what's a racist like Greek? Uh, nope, go German Uber Mart. Yeah. Anyway, um, all right. So yeah. you so you did that on the way home. So so Meg was stuck in the car with you for how many hours in total? Twenty two. Oof. Twenty three. In total. Yeah. She's conspicuously absent today, I noticed. Yeah. Yeah. She was invited to join on the podcast because we were going to talk about your um, yeah. your your co... She's not feeling well. That's why we were at the doctor. Oh, what's she, what's she not feeling well with? Well, she thought strep, but they did a strep test and there's not. it's not strep, so she just has some kind of fucked up throat. Throat problem? Yeah. Okay, thank God. Yeah, no, it's not strep. I didn't bring strep to you. Oh, well, no, I'm, uh, stomach bugs is what I'm worried about. Oh, no, her stomach's fine. Yeah. Okay, good. Good, yeah. good. Yeah, because otherwise I'd burn that microphone you're holding and Which is kick why, you out of the house. Yeah, like the Velveteen Rabbit. You remember that story? Uh, never read it. Uh, it was a storybook about this little plush rabbit that gets scarlet fever, so they have to burn the little boy's That's plush right, rabbit. Yeah, not 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 the stomach flu. Um, That'd be a good children's book about a rabbit who gets the stomach flu and has to be burned alive. <laughs> why? Why would they? Why is that the solution? Because the salute. Because the society it's a part of is a metaphobic, like me. Oh, I yeah. see. <laughs> I've been dealing with it very badly. I've actually had to get a uh, seek professional help over your metaphobia. Mm. Wow, it's getting to the point. I mean, I you know it, it's manageable when it when it's just a case of like avoiding certain situations or avoiding some you know like scenes in films or whatever. But mm. when you have children, it, it can become sure quite difficult. Uh, yeah, to to parent very well in situations where they need you to parent them the most. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I've had to. Luckily, it hasn't caused any major problems yet. But preventatively, I'm like, oh yeah, I need to get yeah. a handle on that. Yeah. I'm spending all day like worried that I'm going to get that call from daycare. You know, asking me to pick my daughter up because she's started exploding. Yeah. Yeah. And so. you're like, no. It, well, I had to do it. It's gross. I had to do it once. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to do it once. And it, it's not that it's gross. It, it fills me with, no, like, I'm know. worried <laughs> driving, you know, yeah. like driving with a sick child in the car. I'm worried that I will crash from yeah. anxiety or yeah. something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm having to get I'm gonna get help from that. Got a, got a book. Someone has apparently written the definitive book on it. And he also uh, is a li- licensed therapist dealing with these kind of disorders Boy, you got him los angeles i'm trying to get him he's Ooh. hard to pin down but i'm well, trying to get he's him. not cheap either uh he's not so mm. we're trying to figure out if my insurance will cover it mm-hmm. um but yeah that'd be awesome you could tell us all about that mm. Mm. well no i mean i don't think he'll be very interesting with the leading emetophobia researcher he, like yeah well he, he's certainly quite literally written the book on it that's literally like you're like yeah, I've been I've been thinking of taking up piano, so I hired this guy named Bach to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, no, it's kind of cool, but obviously it's not such a prevalent disorder. Well, I think it is quite prevalent, but I don't think that many people bother seeking help for it. Um, so I suppose he's the leading authority in a fairly niche field. Mm-hmm. But it's still pretty cool that he's nearby. He has an office in Encino and one in Porta Ranch, so perfect for me. Nice. Go to either. Um, yeah. 
I don't know how we got onto that. I'm sorry. Oh, I don't know. This has been all over the place. It's been a meandering yeah. one. Well, we got worse because we're so excited to see each other again. We've yeah. just got so much to tell each other. Yeah. Well, yeah. So that's the Texas. That was my material that I came in hot with. Texas mm. stuff. Uh, yeah. Clerks 3 <laughs> taking over the world. What else? We must have a lot. You would think, wouldn't you? Oh, well, we, we went to Brandon's Stoicism. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, Brandon. Oh, Fuck yeah, your We're talking good. about the Stoicism subreddit. Now. <laughs> I've just been sending. Yeah, I've been sending screenshots to Max because that's a subreddit I find funny. Oh man, because well, I'm into. I'm into. Do you have any choice selections for us? I'd have to probably look back through oh, okay. the screenshots I sent you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, because I've been into. Well, for a few years, I've been into into the philosophy of it, like the the people who wrote those yeah. texts back in the Greek and Roman days, but. Um, for some reason, I think I was looking for a specific thing or something or other, and I ended up on the Stoicism subreddit, which I didn't know. Well, I'm sure I'd have expected it to exist, but I'd Ooh. never felt the need to be on it. Yeah, and you I, were like, is there a place where I can get together with other dudes yeah, and my, talk well, about this? Inherently, that's the sort of <laughs> un-stoic like, thing yeah. to do. Well, actually, I guess not. Yeah, I guess Stoicism was all about... have to be isolating, but... Well, Epicureans were about sort of isolating themselves from society, but really, really? I thought Epicureans were no, they, they quite literally had a walled garden in which they uh, found tranquility. They why, do they call, like the, why do they call fine food Epicurean? I thought that, I assumed it well, was a the, thing about decadence. Yeah, so it's, that's a more modern misconception about Epicureanism mm. is that it's sort of hedonistic. Like mm. it's yeah, about that was my thought. Yeah. Achieving the most pleasure out of mm. life, which people now associate with. Um, you know, yeah, like extravagance, uh, right? Exuber- no, no, what's the word? E- excess, yes, right? there you go. Um, but actually, it was more about finding the most pleasure in life by removing things that cause you anxiety. Oh. So, yeah, and so those excesses, uh, you know, like overindulging in food or alcohol or sex or whatever, are bound to cause your anxiety in the long run or mm. affect your health or whatever. So they were more about, you know, finding the most pleasure in life out of very, very little. Mm. Uh, so they were more along the kind of Thoreau lines. I mm. think he would Louis probably... Thoreau? Yeah, the Louis Thoreau <laughs> lines. No, the, yeah, the Thoreau lines of kind of... But they, yeah, they thought that you could find tranquility by kind of removing yourself from attachments, including family and stuff like that you know friends and so th- they were a little different but stoicism yeah the stoics would all talk with one another about yeah. how to be the best stoic or whatever and just like how they're doing now and that, that, that <laughs> tradition continues because they've they've congregated on reddit and it seems to be i mean it's very very funny but probably quite difficult to explain succinctly it's funny because it is primarily I would say teenagers. Yeah, I'd say the median age is 15. Yeah, young people yeah. complaining about like their mom yeah. uh, <laughs> making them do the dishes. Uh, one of the, I mean, there was a great one where someone asked for help. Like, he was like, I need immediate help with this situation. Like, I'm, I'm losing my mind with anxiety yeah. over a girl. A, a lot of them tend to be, like, yeah. girl problems. I'm trying problems. to be stoic to not have this bitch get me down anymore. Yeah, or, yeah, exactly. or, like, liking a girl and not yeah. knowing what to do about it or being broken up with or being rejected. Yeah. Something like that. A lot of the posts are kind of asking, what would a, how would a stoic handle this? Yeah. Uh, which yeah. is kind of funny. You hire but two kid detectives. One of them was very, it, it seemed very urgent. He's like, I need help right now, guys. I'm losing, I'm spiraling. I'm losing my mind. I need your stoic wisdom to you know to calm me down and people are giving their responses quite often the people giving responses are the ones who try and write like mm-hmm. ancient greek philosophers yeah. or ancient roman <laughs> philosophers very very um 
they, when they Socrates sound, was getting dragged on by Zanzibar. <laughs> <laughs> no, they sound like they sound like they've been translated from yeah, an exactly. ancient language. It's like they, they have that, it's very like, stilted, yeah. and uh, you know, obviously using the most sort of impactful sounding words yeah. to talk about you yeah. know something quite mundane. There is but, usefulness in the pleasure of good of a right of a yeah. life lived rightly. It's like well, when you consider the virtue of yeah, your, yeah, but um, they but so they're giving their answers and then this guy responds and he says sorry I'll check your sorry thanks for all your responses guys I'll check back but I've just been called down to dinner (laughs) (laughs) so you know these people are I don't think I've been called down to dinner since I was 14 or something you know so um And the fact that he <laughs> felt the need to let them know, yeah, let them know. like as if it was like an IRC yeah. chat, rather than like, just responding later. Yeah, like, which those guys, hang I on. think they would have been fine with. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're stoic. So, I sorry, I gotta let you know that I'm yeah. being called down to dinner, so I'll be back in approximately one hour. And then, well, I didn't check, but maybe he was the guy who was asking how a stoic would handle being made to do the dishes. <laughs> Is that one of them, really? That was one of them, yeah. <laughs> he was I think like, he sent me that one. Yeah, he was like, yeah. how do, you know, it really gets me down, uh, having so much in front of me that has to be taken care of. I, so I think he was kind of making a, trying to make a sort of, use it as an example, like a metaphor for mm-hmm. other in, seemingly insurmountable tasks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like doing but the dishes. he was talking about having to do the dishes and how to <laughs> respond to that. Uh, but yeah, plenty of them are just, um, well... Yeah, you feel better. I, I imagine the kind of person who seeks out stoicism is probably someone who doesn't inherently... <laughs> that Their natural in, instinct isn't to be very stoic about anything. Yeah. <laughs> so you get you get people who are... Um, what was that one I sent you? The one who was just like, I'm sick of always being like a loser. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, well, wasn't there one that was... Uh, was one was a womanizer. One wanted help. Oh, that one was How great. do I stop being How such do a I goddamn stop womanizer? Ass, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there were a few. Let me have a look because I, I would have sent you some of the some of the highlights. Let's have a look here. Um, now that we don't have the Mugtail subreddit, oh, did that get banned? Oh, a long time ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, we talked shame. about it on the on the pod. Oh, yeah, um, how come you never responded to this that I sent you though? Oh, you the Spider Man guy. Bleak Reddit well, shit. So Max sent me a picture <laughs> from the Spider Man subreddit, which I don't know why you were in the Spider Man subreddit. No, that's the weirdest but... thing. Is it got recommended to me? Like <laughs> okay. I get rec- I get recommendations from subreddits I don't follow, and it's like this is trending right now in yeah. r slash Spider Man. So oh. there, there is a fair amount going on in this photo, but you sent it to me. Uh, so uh, the short story is, it's a, a sort of portly fellow <laughs> in a Spider Man. Costume. Not a good one. And a, yeah, fairly low, like a low quality. It's not the store. worst. It's not the worst. It's, it's like it a looks, spirit store. It's all right. Yeah. It hasn't, it's, it's a one piece. Yeah, no, it's, it's okay. And the caption is, um, finally made my childhood dream come true. And it's That's just a, the, a selfie of him with was, this, it's a wearing the Spider-Man costume. It's a mirror selfie. Yeah. And... But that, that's what I was like. What was your childhood and, and dream the, exactly? Uh, to yeah, dress up as Spider Man. To dress up as Spider Man, you know. And, but I mean, you, you know, you're looking at this photo, and now I'm noticing there's some baby powder on the sink. He's in his bathroom. <laughs> it's a bathroom selfie. Yeah. Some baby powder on the sink and some lotion, and he's taking his glasses off to put on the Spider Man outfit. <laughs> um. And yeah, you know, it's ill fitting because he's a little. Pu- <laughs> but you sent this to me, so I'm assuming it was from Christmas Day. So I'm thinking, this is some poor dude who's been, he's got, he's got a Spider-Man costume for Christmas, and he's just 
put it online. Finally made my childhood dream come true. I am Spider-Man. And I'm just like, that's so wholesome and nice. Like, I don't want to. I do. That feels a bit mean I to do. Me this, bro, I don't care. <laughs> I told you I spent Christmas alone glowering yeah, yeah, out my window. By humbug. Yeah. This guy's trying to come he's trying to have his yeah. fun and here comes me yeah. in my big black top hat. Well maybe like, I should have responded saying, Max, let here? me tell you about the spirit of Christmas here. <laughs> it's, it's Max then Max over. flings out his, flings open his windows and <laughs> you boy, what day is it? He's in the he's in the suit yeah. out there. <laughs> well um, he also reminded me of the I'm Batman guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the I'm Batman guy. Again, do, do I need to re? No, I think no, it's, it's everyone. Told like several All the times fans over. know. Yeah, the heads know. The heads know. Yeah, well, maybe I, I don't know. I, I found it a bit. I wasn't in the mood. I was so full of the Christmas spirit. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. But obviously, I had no such misgivings about sending you this very sad post from uh, slash Stoicism. So the first one I sent you is captioned is, is titled "Why is it always me." Oh, yes. And there's a flare on this subreddit, uh, so like a tag, seeking stoic advice. Uh-huh. So he writes, this is crazy every 3682, whatever that is. He <laughs> writes- Attribution, yeah. Over the past 10 years, I have changed school four times, and right now I'm in college. And every friend group I've joined over the years, it's always me who's the ragdoll of the group. The guy who gets constantly made fun of. <laughs> The guy who's constantly bullied, the guy who's constantly made to do work, the guy who's constantly <laughs> made to do work. What work are they doing? Uh, the guy who's always put down, the guy who's constantly forced to do stupid stuff, the guy who's constantly abused, the guy who's always threatened to be beaten up. Beaten up. <laughs> These are not your friends, dude. But I don't know why. I'm always so nice to everyone, and it's not like I look different. I'm just a six-foot-one, gym-going, bulky guy. <laughs> But why is it always me? No, it's actually, but why is always why me? Why is always me? Yeah. So, I, and, I, I just, uh, and, the, and, you know, the responses are always like, you know, seek not, <laughs> seek not <laughs> validation from others when you can just as easily seek it from your own virtue. But really, yeah, the obvious thing to say is like, did, well, change it. Don't be friends with these people. It sounds to me you being a just a just a nice handsome gym going man, <laughs> a six foot one. That was awesome man. that he threw that in at the well, end. That's, so that ending, that's what makes me think. I think this is a guy who wants to be in with the popular crowd, wants to be in with the jocks. Mm. You know the the and it's like, well, yeah, no wonder they're assholes. Yeah, because you're looking for validation yeah. from a group of you know people you want to be like, but who aren't very nice, and you're because you're not naturally like that, mm -hmm. you're going to be the one they pick on. But also, maybe they're picking on you because you're a bit of a sad sack. <laughs> maybe it's that. I don't know. But Ooh, I didn't... He's moping around. Okay. I'm just, I just get, did 100 reps at the gym. and then, <laughs> Now you're making me do work and getting threatened to be beaten up. That's the word. Abused and threatened like, to be beaten up. Being made to do work is also weird because I'm like, what are you, like painting a fence or something? Like, I'm, I, At first he was like, well, he's in college, so I'm thinking, that, is he the guy that they get oh, into his, no. do homework for them, you know, do, do their essays? Well, if they don't, yeah, these aren't your friends. These are just bullies. Is what it sounds like. Yeah, but that does tend to happen yeah. to the people who are like seeking. I, I want to yeah. be, and they're like, oh well, you know, can you like maybe suck my dick? Yeah, <laughs> always anyway. being the one who's made to give blowjobs. Yeah, God, I'm sick of having my belly full of cum. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, our slash stoicism again. This is from user Wabba Lubba Dubba Dab. 
I think. <laughs> okay. He says, my girlfriend posted a video of her shaking her ass with her male friends, and I'm devastated by it. <laughs> Um, oh, I didn't. I didn't send the whole post. Wait, are I they just, just send the. Okay, well, it says uh, from what we can see. This is just from scrolling through. It says my girlfriend, twenty-two, and I, twenty-two, have been together for almost a year. We're doing a long-distance thing where we meet once a month. We're not technically in a relationship, but we both are extremely attached with each other and are. Damn, I didn't send you the whole post. Well, we can find it. Yeah, right. go this find is, it. This is worth it. My girlfriend posted a video of her shaking her ass with her male friends. With her male friends. I want the context. Were they just shaking their asses individually <laughs> next to each other? Yeah, they're all doing it. Yeah. I'm devastated by this. <laughs> they look like they're having so much fun. Yeah, but look, I mean, I'm I'm certainly not, like, huge on the side of, like, hey, man, like, polyamory, bro. Like, just uh, compersion, you know? Mm. Like, be happy for her getting, like... But... I will say that, you know, they're doing a long distance thing where they meet once a month. It's like, and they're not technically in a relationship. It's like, why are you devastated by this then? <laughs> All right. So I'll read it to you here. Uh, we treat each other like we're in a relationship. And the reason for not getting into a relationship yet is other reasons and not related to us. She lives in a different. <laughs> Wait, what are those other reasons? I wonder. Uh, who knows? Okay. Well, maybe he's going to. She lives in a different city and goes out with her friends quite often. She's a very popular and attractive girl where guys hit on her often. But when it comes to her, she is extremely reserved, doesn't give other guys much space, and has clear-cut boundaries with guys. This He's, is something I like about her. Except for shaking her ass with them. <laughs> Go yeah. ahead. But since past month, she has been going out with the gang in which two to three guys have already made a move on her. <clears throat> Uh-oh. For which I completely have no problem, because I trust her and her boundaries. They went together for drinking, night outs, parties. They even made a lot of sexual references for jokes. <laughs> Wait, how does he know this, though? She must be telling him. He's like, I, uh, of course, I'm not worried about this because I have cameras on her at all times. <laughs> that, so they even make a lot of sexual references for jokes. That dude gives her the coat if she feels cold. That's well, not really a sexual reference. No, that's just that, that polite. Yeah, I mean, I have zero problem with all the above because it's her life. She can do whatever she wants. He said I have zero problem with a lot of <laughs> like things in lot. less than one paragraph. Yeah, I have no problem with it. I think he's got a non-zero amount of problems. Yeah. <laughs> but I felt like things went overboard when she posted a reel of them hanging out that night where for fun she has shaked her ass with a guy. Now, when he says posted a reel, I'm assuming he means like on Instagram? Yeah. Oh, okay. Not send him like a film reel. <laughs> no, that too. That in his projector right, in his private, yeah. his private he's screening room. He's got his glasses scotch. Yeah. <laughs> like eight millimeter. Yeah. Like, oh. oh no. I must hire Nicolas Cage. To well, I, felt, uh, anyway. I felt things went over. Was supposed to reel them uh, where for fun she has shaked her ass with a guy and others were looking at her and laughing. I completely <laughs> lost my shit. <laughs> so he's being fine with everything else. This was uh, way too much. <laughs> it rattles me up that she says that she doesn't like enjoy a lot hanging with that gang. Yet she goes around shaking her ass like what? <laughs> question mark exclamation oh, point I see. question mark exclamation. Not like shaking her ass like what? <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, I think yeah. So shake her ass like, like what? what? Yeah. Okay. Right. I guess that's what it is. <laughs> I'm not a narrow-minded. That's minded. something that every stoic says at some whoa, point. Whoa, 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 like, whoa. what? Hold on. Hmm. This just took an interesting turn. I did read this, yeah. I'm not a narrow-minded person or a fucking bigot. 
What? <laughs> what? <laughs> that does imply something, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> this gang that she's in hanging yeah. out with is not a friend group. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> but this is actually something which bothered me because she is not a person who used to dance like this and give ideas to these guys. Oh. My question is, does she enjoy that attention? Why does she have to do that when we have something <laughs> stable going on? Why did she have to do that? Oh, no. Spoken like Marcus Aurelius <laughs> when his wife was caught shaking her ass in the forum <laughs> with some of those traitors. Now, the issue is I dropped a text saying it wasn't right thing to do, and it irks me, I told. She's still in shock. <laughs> It irks me, I told. <laughs> she is still in shock that I said this. Since usually I don't have any problem with her lifestyle. It does it does sound me. It does sound like that might be and that we're all done on pointing out the bigot part. Yeah. It does sound like she's a bit surprised. Yeah. She seems to think, oh well, he's sort of fine with this. Yeah. But all of a sudden he's very, very angry about the specific video of her shaking her ass with like that. She never used to dance like that before. Oh, listen to this, though. Yeah, there is definitely mm. some coded. Sounds a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So here, now she's sending me screenshots of her friends saying that the dance she did is normal, and I am being controlling. <laughs> Which friends were these? I don't know. <laughs> I am the last person when it comes to being controlling. Call me old-fashioned, but I date to marry. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> I'm not Back controlling, but I date to marry. Yeah, listen, I, we are basically already married in my mind. Yeah, I date to, you know, have a legally enforcing contract. Yeah. <laughs> so I see a wife material in her, and I don't want my girl to go around shake her ass in front of guys who have interest towards her. And she has also told me that she is moderately comfortable with them. I feel <laughs> disappointed and feel like my whole perception of her is wrong. Right now, we haven't sorted it out, and I'm waiting for her to say something. I can't go down and say sorry because I haven't done anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and isn't that the problem, brother? <laughs> yeah. It's very difficult when you haven't done anything wrong. I, I have no problem with her dancing and all, but shaking her ass that way is no way okay for me. What should I do? <laughs> we'll be constantly disappointed? Should I make things work between us or should we call it quits? Because trust me, some issues are a deal are a major deal breaker for me. Guide me out, fellow mates. What does that I'm mean? <laughs> well, I mean, this uh, the last sentence is guide, guide me, me out, out, fellow ma mates. I don't know what that's like all a, about. Like a ship captain. Yeah. Uh, so this to me sounds like someone who has stumbled upon, well, typed in on Google, like what to do if feeling devastated or something like that, mm -hmm. and come across the idea of stoicism, but obviously has no, not even um, stoicism is basic as hell. Yeah. It's just like, don't, if things are out of your control, that's don't the let idea your emotions. Of, that's the idea. I think it's interesting of seeking stoic advice. Well, it's like, yeah, what's the you, advice? It's, they it, kind of have It's one always going to be the same. Yeah. It's going to be something to the effect of, I understand, like, you okay, can't well, control it, so don't worry about I it. I understand, like, you know, some topics or some situations are difficult, you know, like death of a loved one, right? But it's mostly, how do you, yeah, how do you not let your emotions dictate yeah. your response to things that you have no control of? So, the, yeah, the obvious answer in that case is, well, don't fucking get, don't lose your shit like what? <laughs> Try not to do that. Try to realize that she's another person. Yeah. You have no control over her, <laughs> which you say you're happy with, although I don't quite believe that. Um, let's see what Marcus Aurelius has to say. So, yeah, um, 
mostly, well, let's go to the bottom because that's where we're going to get the best stuff here. The stuff uh, that has no upvotes. Yeah, negative four. Bro just forgot about her. Just, I, I won't. I won't read his typos. I'll be generous. I'll read what I know he's trying to say. Well, they are bro, ancient Greeks, so, bro, you know, they're not going to have a perfect translation. <laughs> bro, just forget about her. If you're not smashing, she will not be attached. She's smashing other guys and using you for emotional support, a.k.a. your attention. Don't argue with her. Don't talk uh, to her. This, just, see, this is, just, a, this is a Mugtow refugee who found, find found his it. home and stole it. Just find a new girl in your city who will appreciate your attention, and she'll give you sex in return, and now you be extremely attached to this chick in your city. Extreme. So this is someone else who doesn't. No, extreme attachment is not what we're looking for in, our, in stoicism. It's the opposite. Hey man, women are hypergamous. They're always here. We slow. go. I told you, man. It's the fucking the Mugtowns have found a new home. They really have. Like that, that is well, that's exactly. What I was say is that's why I think it is these fifteen-year-olds. Because I'll bet you anything they're getting. Because like we've talked about this dozens of times over, but the weird online right and their obsession with like the classics. And like Western yeah. antiquity. Well, that's what made me so wonder. I'm sure like Ben Shapiro brought up Mark Aurelius even, at some point. It wouldn't even be Ben Shapiro. It would be maybe like Andrew Tate or something like that. It's like one of those, you know, one of those kind of self-help guru type dudes. Yeah. Um, there's another one, a fucking terrible one called Coach Corey Wayne, <laughs> who <laughs> seems to have like a green screen mansion behind him whenever he <laughs> does a video. That's awesome. Yeah, but he he does, uh, you know, kind of general you know broadly slightly misogynistic mm. uh, red pill kind of stuff yeah. on how to deal with relationship problems but i bet people like that because there is a bit of a crossover between stoicism and that kind of thinking yeah it's like hyper individualist like it's actually not that's another misconception but but you can take elements of it yeah. and apply them if you want to be basically very selfish but no it's, it's actually all about being a good citizen of the oh world. no i just mean individualist but, as in like not deriving your yeah not relying on from other people yes yes um but but yeah you can take bits of that and some bits of that would be very appealing to like kind of red pill type people so i would or or those quote-unquote success self-help business guru type people um even though it's uh, yeah i would say a lot of them have misinterpreted it but Um, (laughs) So I think what might have happened is someone like Andrew Tate might have mentioned stoicism in a video and those kinds of people are flooding into into that subreddit. There's a new one that I found, uh, a couple of new ones, was one guy who calls himself uh, Baked Alaska, who you probably heard of. Oh, he's not new. No, new to me, new to me. Yeah. And he was hanging out with this other guy who I think was the guy that was... Chitting, chitting and chatting with uh, Kanye West and Alex Jones. Oh, um, that fucking yeah! Is it Paul Joseph Watson? No, someone like that. He's a British Sh- guy. He's Shapiro. No, he's American. Oh, is he? He's very Shapiro esque. He has a kind of like. Is it Andrew Lawrence? No, it's not Andrew Lawrence. Oh, oh boy. Yeah, that's I, I know who you mean. But so the reason these guys came to my attention is like I told you, I'm gonna get into my Louis Theroux. <laughs> and uh, he did one where he goes to meet those guys and kind of kick it with them. Yeah, I've heard about that. He does a lot of like, stuff with like the online far right. Yeah, but it was kind of interesting. He got, I think, he got some criticism for that because he said he was giving them too much of a kind of profile. I wouldn't say it was even that. It was just like the kind of editing of it. And I don't know. I'm sure that this. I don't know if he's still doing like his weird weekends or whatever. I only just learned about all this shit, so I don't know. What oh, weird weekends to. is very old. 
Yeah, no, yeah. I know, but I didn't know if this is like the latest in a series of those, or if he's totally um, done doing I think those, it, or if these no, are I just think all it, specials now. I, th- I think it's part of something called something America, or like hate, hate, hated in America, or something mm. like that. Anyway, well, so he's doing this one, and like his editors must have changed hands or something because it's like he's talking to these like people who are saying offensive shit, mm. but you know they're they're like these twerps basically on yeah. the web. And it's like the, there's like this crazy dramatic music behind it and stuff. But it was it would just so happen that I watched it right after watching the literal uh, like from 2005 where he goes and lives with the Nazis mm. who are like interrogating him the whole time. Oh, about whether he's a Jew. Jewish or not. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, you know, this kind That's of intimidating in that bit. It's incredible, and it's yeah. that, and it's not like they don't play a lot of music underneath it. It's all shot very mm. kind of straight with like yeah. what's seeming like a handheld camera, and it it just speaks for itself. Oh, they're not doing that anymore. That kind of yeah. it was it was a little more. It felt a little more heightened. Uh, yeah. um, but I don't know. Shame. Maybe that's just my memory of it. I just remember being like, "Wow, these guys are not nearly as scary after having watched that other one because mm. that one was oh no, he's, he's put himself in some very yeah. kind of." Trepidation, uh, precarious. It's the power of his autism, yeah. dude. Yeah, he's he just sits he's there, ramrod straight, dull posture. Affect. You know who he reminds me yeah. of is Robert Fuller. Mm. Like similar kind of like just like a little bit surveying it, looking. Yeah. You know, you don't quite know whether he likes you or not. Yeah, I don't think Louis liked the Nazis very much. <laughs> you wouldn't think so, would you? Yeah, no, but he's very good. Yeah, we talked funny. about. I it didn't before. realize. He's... No, well, we haven't because this is the first time I ever actually watched him. No, we've... yeah. We've certainly talked we've, about we've him mentioned him, but okay, like I told, like it was the, in the context of me saying I didn't know who he was. Oh, okay, yeah, and, no, he's yeah. he's very good. He, he's he's pr- awesome. He's he's um, you know, the, the exemplifies letting them hang themselves with their own rope. Mm-hmm. He does it very very well. And yet, I was sort of shocked at how he uh, what's it called, how openly combative he can be at times as well. Sometimes, like he will just outright say to someone like, no. Yeah, like that's wrong, or like that's offensive, or whatever. He doesn't do that very often, though. In the Nazi one, he does. He gets pushed to At his limits end, quite yeah. a bit. Yeah, uh, and the Westboro Baptist Church as mm-hmm. well. Uh, but they had a weird relationship with him. They kept bringing him back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they're you know, they love their publicity. They're crazy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but anyway. Um, anyway. Well, so the uh, another one from another comment on that whole situation. Oh was yeah. Sunpowder just said, "Fuck all that." <laughs> so. Spoken like a true stoic again. Time for a new girlfriend, big fella. Big fella. <laughs> yeah, see, these have all come from, they've come from Mugtow. Like, that's a shame. They're putting stoicism. I think stoicism is a, a very name. valuable philosophy. Yeah. If you combine it with other things that, you know, because it, it, it is lackluster in some things. Like, the idea that, you know, some anxiety, I think, is actually probably quite a good thing for you to have. So but, this, <laughs> Whereas they're trying to eradicate it. So this guy, Strep Pep, he says this. He's, oh, he's online now. He just went online. He got a little green circle next to his avatar. Um, let's message him. Um, he says, why does her dancing have to destabilize your relationship? Another perspective is that she let her hair down and had fun and you snapped at her for it. Are you insecure because you've cheated before? I think you do owe her an apology. You also owe yourself some reflection about what you expect in a relationship and how to clearly communicate those wants and whether those wants are reasonable to impose on someone, especially not when you're in, when you're not in a defined romantic relationship. You've seen a social media post, have fallen victim to your impressions of that post, and this is the fallout of that. Negative one. <laughs> so weirdly, the Stoicism subreddit has uh, downvoted probably the only reasonable answer. <laughs> okay. Um, 
well, okay, well, I think we're about done with. Uh, oh, they're, they're, that pose, dude, some of them are big up in him. You having an issue with that is normal, and expressing it is normal. Nothing controlling about this. No, <laughs> forgetting stoicism. Just, no, that's yeah. not normal. It's not reasonable behavior. You either bring it up and decide, you know, ask. Ask her, okay, well, what does this say? Like, do I have to worry about anything? And if so, then are you happy with that? If not, then, yeah, move on. If you are, then carry on. Here we go. This one got some upvotes. A stoic would ask, well, what did you expect? (laughs) Only how you react is in your control. If you don't like it, then be it. If you're okay with it, then be it too. But seriously, women cry laughing emoji. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. (laughs) Which I believe is how the meditations ends. (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, Seriously, women. women, (laughs) Some of of Seneca's uh, letters do kind of end like that. But, uh, yeah, Yeah, and then I just sent you some some headlines. Like, yeah, one of them was uh, how to stop being so much of a damn womanizer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then another one was survival slash hardcraft. Sorry. Survival slash hardcore Minecraft forces me to use stoicism. Oh, fuck. Yes, that's yeah, true. Yeah, man. There's nothing more, <laughs> nothing more stoic than fucking really hashing it out on Minecraft. <laughs> getting your ore, getting your gems. Yeah. We're, uh, we're Epictetus alive today. I'm sure he'd be spending most of his time <laughs> building blocks on Minecraft. That is what you do on that game. Yeah. You build blocks. Yeah. I imagine you must have heard about uh, the big Andrew Tate headline, right? Well, yeah. Him being arrested Mm -hmm. uh, because he gave away his location by a pizza box that proved he was in Romania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Allegedly, I mean, this is the narrative that was served to me. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. And didn't really think much of it. But uh, allegedly it was that he... Did something where he tweeted at Greta Thunberg. Yeah, it was. And he said, like, hey, I got 33 cars. What do you think of that? And she said he has a small dick. She said he has a small dick, and everyone applauded. And then um, he then apparently gave a a, an, a a response. We're talking about how, much like his buddy on our stoicism, he was completely unbothered by Thunberg's comments. Um, yeah. And but in his sort of aggressive video reply, he's holding these pizza boxes. But why? I, I didn't watch it. But why was he holding the pizza boxes? No, he was just in the middle of his day to day. Apparently, he's been living in <laughs> Romania could... for like the last five years. Well, yeah, he's been like yeah. basically he's created like a, a little harem. Yeah, I didn't realize this. Yeah, yeah, in Romania. Yeah. Well, a... but I thought everyone knew he was in Romania. So this is what it is. Is so allegedly. The story goes that uh, Romania went ahead and... Oh, what's this? Uh, oh, I was doing it up. silently so that you would keep talking. Oh. But yeah, I'm just going <laughs> to... professional broadcasting oh, right there. What are you doing? I'm just uh, turning the heat up a little bit. Yeah. It's getting, it's getting chilly. chilly. Um, no, so allegedly the pizza boxes must have, you know, must have said from like, you know... Gino's Pizza and there's it was only like one Jerry's Gino. Pizza yeah something like that. Like that is that a Romanian pizza chain Jerry's Pizza <laughs> um, and it's then allegedly American. allegedly that's what they needed to like find where he was yeah but when they really kind of look at that story with a cold eye you're like what they didn't know where he that's was that's kind of what I'm a- confused about I thought it was well known he was in Romania I thought yeah. he was hiding there because he wouldn't get away with it in the US 
Yeah, so apparently what happened is uh, he was under investigation by Romanian authorities for a while. Right. And it just kind of so happened. Surely they would know where they, he is. They did. With all his cars. And it <laughs> just so happened that they like had found uh, an external clinching piece of evidence that same day. Right. And then they arrested him. So he didn't have anything to do with the pizza boxes? Apparently not. Oh. But okay. that was just something that got disseminated somehow. And I was reading an interview... I was reading an article about it, and they were interviewing the lady who works, like, she was, like, the head of the force that was investigating him. Right. And I think her exact quote was, that's very amusing, but no, that is absolutely not what happened. <laughs> <laughs> like, she sounded, like, a little offended. They're like, they had done all this like, we've hard done a work. Lot of work. It wasn't and a fucking like, pizza bag. Greta Thunberg clap back, got yeah. him put <laughs> That doesn't surprise me, actually. Yeah. It's kind of like those internet sleuths who didn't catch Luca Magnato. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but have a documentary about them anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, Patton Oswalt's wife not catching the Golden State Killer. Oh. She didn't. I'm sorry. She didn't do it. <laughs> That's a low blow, man. <laughs> <laughs> you taking a break? Uh, I was just reaching up to oh, get Oh, you get one of these here. LaCroix. Yeah. No, I'm not breaking it. We got, we got lots more to get through. We got to give these boys a supersize... <laughs> Two-plus-hour yeah. episode, at least. We've only been going for, like, 80 minutes. And oh, yeah. when, we cut, out, when we cut out all our Elder Scrolls talk... Elden Ring, please. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> one game of the year, so I'm factually correct. <laughs> Did you hear about that? No, you probably wouldn't have. It won game of the year, and at this Game Awards thing, some dude, like some teenager, got up on stage with them. Why? To do something really odd. So he just, you know, they announced the award, Elden Ring, and so Classic. all these Japanese guys in their suits yeah. start walking up. And then this, like, kid with, like, a kind of poofy Jim Morrison hair walks up just with them on the stage and is just standing behind them, lets them do all their speeches, and then when they're done and they're playing the music to play them out, he just grabs the mic and goes in this indeterminable accent, I would like to say, uh, dedicate this award to my... Uh, ref what was it? Reformed Orthodox Rabbi Bill Clinton. What? That's it. <laughs> Epic. Yeah, and everyone was like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> like, what's going on?" Seeing the Japanese no, guys who don't—they don't speak yeah. English very well. Yeah. You know, just really confused behind them. They're like, "Well, it's not." It wasn't. It wasn't funny. It wasn't funny, and it makes it wasn't, no it's sense. It's not incendiary. It's really strange. <laughs> it's just bizarre. It's really strange. And then they, it's like, you know, that kid. It, like, if this was ten years ago, he would have been like monkeys and tacos and zombies. Yeah. Like, it felt. It feels like a lol random. Baba booey. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. If it was the eighties, he would have been yelling monkeys. penis. Yeah, but <laughs> it, it's really odd because, well, yeah. Not only did it make no sense, but then some new. First of all, people thought it was like a weird alt right kid. Because yeah. it was saying something about Jews and Bill Clinton. Mm -hmm. uh, it turns out not. Apparently, this guy is Jewish. This and that someone found him and managed to interview him. Uh, and he said, "I just didn't really know what to say in the moment. I knew I had to say something." So apparently, he's got form for this. He, he apparently has interrupted other conventions by shouting loudly about uh, freeing Hong Kong, like Hong Kong liberation. Okay. Um, but he didn't want to do that here. This time he said, No, I didn't feel it was right to do that here. So instead, I talked about Bill Clinton because he's one of my heroes. But he's a reformed Orthodox reformed rabbi. Reformed Orthodox rabbi, Bill Clinton. Really fucking weird. But yeah. obviously, so now in Elden Ring, if you get summoned quite often, I'm being summoned by people with the name Bill Clinton who are. No, that's funny. Made that character look like Bill Clinton. Yeah. That is kind of fun. 
Yeah. I don't know where we got into that, but... Uh, I don't know. That's an interesting Give one, it Oh, I got one for you. New creepypasta dropped. Oh, really? Yeah. What have we got? Making the mark. Making the rounds. This one's actually cool. Um, it's, uh, it's, uh, they call it, oh, what do they call it? Momo. Uh, <laughs> no, Momo's old hat, bro. <laughs> no one gives a shit about Momo anymore. Uh, I think it's, like, called, like, Luba or Loam or Lo- Loab. Loab. L-O-A-B. Hmm. And it's an image. It's a haunted image. Oh, another one of those. Don't you see? Uh... Which which looks like this. So this is an AI generated image, right? This is Ozzy Osbourne. It looks a bit like Ozzy Osbourne. Oh wait, it? is this the woman? The thing with the woman that keeps turning up places. Um, I don't know that she's turning up places, but so this is a, an AI generated woman, and it was posted online. Uh, I'll read the, uh, the Wikipedia does a good job of explaining it. I'll read you that, but so. It was apparently posted by this guy who is, I guess, actually a musician, but he must be into AI. Uh, he said that he was the one who generated the image in April 2022, and he said he was using the algorithmic technique of negative prompt weights accessing latent space. So the initial prompt was he took Brando. So I guess that means that the AI thing is going to search for all the images of tagged Brando on the internet. So a bunch of like Marlon, Marlon Brando. Brando. Yeah, I assume okay. so. And so it's Brando colon colon negative one, which requests the opposite of actor Marlon Brando and then generated a skyline with cryptic lettering attempting to generate the opposite of this image using the prompt digita PNTIC skyline logo colon colon negative one yielded what super composite. This is the name of the artist described as off putting images of this of this older woman with rosacea cheeks. So basically, he was just dicking around and he made this okay. by trying to like do opposite things, right? All right. And he nicknamed her Loeb. But then he says that every time he puts this image into the machine, it starts generating these like increasingly violent and gory new images um, mm-hmm. automatically. It says Super Composite speculated that something about the image could be adjacent to extremely gory and macabre imagery in the distribution of the AI's world knowledge. Super Composite says that when they combined images of Loeb with other pictures, the subsequent results consistently return an image which includes Loeb. So I think that's what you're talking about. She keeps turning it up. Yeah, that's... I read yeah. a headline that says Regardless like that. of how much distortion they add to the prompts to try to remove her visage. Super Visage. All right, Wikipedia writer. (laughs) (laughs) Super Composite speculated that the latent space region of the AI map that Loeb is located in, in addition to being near gruesome imagery, must be isolated enough that any combinations with other images could only use Loeb from her area and no related images due to its isolation. After enough crossbreeding of images and dilution attempts, Super Composite was able to eventually generate images without Loeb, but found that crossbreeding the diluted images would also eventually lead to a version of Loeb to reappear. Super Composite said that for various reasons, they are declining to disclose the software used to create the images. Loeb has been referred to as the first AI-generated cryptid and has such, <laughs> and it has, as such has gone viral. Despite hyping up the cryptid nature of the discovery and their wording, Super Composite admitted that Loeb isn't really haunted, obviously, but noted that the mythos has sprung up around the AI-generated character has gone beyond their initial involvement. Also, blah, blah, blah. So now people are like... Actually, it's like the first thing that people are not even sure if it is a creepypasta. No, it's kind of boring, honestly. What? <laughs> it's eh, spooky. Not really. This haunted lady is reappearing in images and you can't get rid of her and she creates violent images. How does this non-violent image lead to violent imagery? 
Well, because AI is strange. But <laughs> that's all. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. It's not that good. It's not that spooky. Okay, well, she fights Siren Head. <laughs> one of the is, it, is that his name? Siren Head? Yeah, is that isn't it? that the guy? Yeah, that one kind of went away. <laughs> yeah, Siren Head isn't so popular anymore, sadly. <laughs> Siren Head is uh, losing his footing. He's seen better days. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well the point is, it's great. New, new creepypasta. Well, Not boring yeah. at all. Creepy. Yeah. I lost sleep. Really? No. <laughs> Not even a little bit. You're experiencing no sleep. Well, speaking of uh, can't get no sleep, Faithless died. Who? Oh, maybe you don't know that out here. Faithless? Mm-mm. The guy did that song, uh, Insomnia? Mm-mm. It's like a, I don't know, is it Trance? Yeah, it was a song from like the 2000s. We I moved, can't we've get moved, no sleep. We've moved Poor Quality Podcast to a Brooklyn neighborhood today. Listen to these fucking noises we got going on. Yeah. We got it's, the it's cars quite noisy, going by. <laughs> If you've heard any change in the sound, it's because I'm having to stand next to this big heater here because yeah. it reminds me of being at Brandon's wedding. Oh, yeah. We should talk we about should that. Talk about it. It's been a, been a while now. Yeah. I don't even remember it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was really Well, you and I had a very different experience of that. Well, yeah. Cause I only saw you the one day. Yeah. But we saw each other the day after, too. In the morning. Oh, that's true. Yeah. But, um, yeah, because you were part of the, the groom's party. Which yes, I, was, I was. I missed out on being part on. Yeah, you I were was, welcome. I was no, I was not welcome. Yeah, but it sounds like I'm. Uh, I kind of got the best of both worlds there. I got to go to the bachelor party, but didn't have to do any work on the. I was hard work. I was the hardest day. working man. Well, yeah, yeah. For some reason, by the way, Sean <laughs> started started attacking me at the wedding, <laughs> alleging that I wasn't doing anything, and I'm like, what am I supposed to do other than just stand there? <laughs> I think you just don't understand the concept of groomsmen. I, yeah, I guess not. Because it's not like we have I know have bridesmaids a have a lot to do. Well, they only have a lot to do because the bride needs help getting their hair and makeup and done and shit. Because they spend yeah, like six hours doing organizational stuff. And I'd seen other people at the venue, other groomsmen kind of helping out with things, like helping people get to their seats and stuff. Oh, yeah, that's true. No, oh, you motherfucker. I was there at the top of the stairs with Jess, and we were the welcome wagon. Every time people came in, we directed to the bathroom. See, the coat I, I got welcomed by Jess. I don't think I got oh, welcomed I might have by been you. downstairs. Jess, I, who, by the way, I saw I in a commercial. Po- I left him at his post. Let, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> yeah. I saw him in a commercial recently. Oh, really? A, playing a mailman. Are you serious? Yeah, it's like a commercial for, uh, I think, vitamins, vitamin gummies wow, or something like cool. that. Yeah, and there were these ladies in the kitchen, and then, knock, knock, and there's a mailman in a, it's a chest you know, weaver. It's Jess Weaver going, whoa! <laughs> He's like a wacky mailman? A wacky mailman. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, there's that. That's cool. I'll have to ask him about that next time yeah. I see him. Uh, but yeah, he was there, and... Um, I, well, I don't know, but you, you were the only... Gr- so, they do that traditional thing where... Uh, a groomsman walks a bridesmaid down oh, the aisle. Yeah. Max, fucking one oh, on each yeah. arm. That's right. One on each arm. Yeah, there were more bridesmaids the biggest, than there were groomsmen. Stupidest grin on his face. That's right. Hey, look at me. Two beautiful ladies. Yeah. One on either arm. Mm. And, and I'm strutting. Yeah, you were strutting. Yeah. You were strutting your stuff down the aisle. Yeah, I got my tail yeah. feathers up. But it was nice. It was yeah. up in, um, I, I'm sure Brandon wouldn't mind <laughs> us saying where it was. I hope not. <laughs> It'd be a strange thing to mind. He, is, but well, he gets weird about those things, but yeah, yeah it was in Lake in Arrowhead. Twin Peaks, technically. Oh. Twin Peaks, California. Up near Lake Arrowhead. So in the mountains at the end of October. Um, so yeah, it was, I mean, it was great during the actual, it was all outdoors. So during the actual ceremony, they had this kind of mist 
this like intense mm-hmm. uh, fog kind of coming in, rolling in. It made it look very, uh, very. It was immersive. Mm-hmm. It was good. It was an immersive wedding. Yeah. Then it got absolutely fucking freezing. Yeah. The temperature it was plummeted. Chilly. Yeah, and the, the reception was outside as well. It was covered, but yeah, so it rained and it, it got freezing freezing cold. And they had these heaters, like much like the one that my folks have here, mm-hmm. um, around. So everyone was kind of huddling, huddling by the heaters. And the best thing about it was the... So like like he said, I was I was on a I was on my own track that whole night because I was a groomsman, so I had certain things I had to be at and like even like while you guys were getting your first few drinks, I was down there taking pictures in like truly freezing weather. Mm. And these poor girls are wearing these tiny little pink dresses. Right. Uh you know, well, I'm freezing, I have a full tux on. Yeah. Um, but, so, it, but but I, I saw the shirts were quite thin. Mm-hmm. On your tuxes, yeah. Oh, you're, my nipples showing? Is that what you're trying to tell me right now? <laughs> yeah, when you were walking down the aisle. <laughs> rock hard nipples. Yeah, well, with those two out. girls on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One for each. I was leading the way with my nips. <laughs> no, um, no. so yeah, it was very cold up there, but eventually it kind of everything kind of settled down and everyone was just mingling around. But yeah. one of the anecdotes I did catch wind of via Sean was good old Zombie Joe showing up to the wedding without having oh, booked us. Yeah. <laughs> without having booked a hotel. Yeah, Vagabond <laughs> Zombie Joe. And then he ends up staying with Ben Corbin. Yeah, that was one of the best things that happened that weekend. No one knows exactly what happened that night. Yeah, they bunked. We had bunk mm. beds, man. Well, yeah, because uh, I was staying in an Airbnb by myself, and mm-hmm. uh, so was Ben Corbin. Came up there. Separate Airbnbs. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, my Airbnb. Uh, did I tell you about my one? Did you say it was like there was like a weird? If a place could be haunted, that would be it. Yeah, there was like yeah. a weird quality to it. Right? It wasn't just a weird quality. There was a that wasn't mentioned in the listing. There was like a kind of not not exactly an attic, but above the living room, there was a staircase that went up, and there was another little room up there. Yeah, and um, was it a chill, child's yeah, bedroom? So I got there and I went, yeah. oh, what's up here? Oh, maybe there's like a, like a little office or something up there. Went up there, it's a, ch- a young child's bedroom with toys that have not been disturbed, a bare mattress on the floor. Oh my God. And that is really creepy. <laughs> a bare mattress on the floor. No child had been there for a very long time. And yeah. uh, no, there, there were some family photos, no children in them. Oh, God. So it made me, it made me think... Maybe a miscarriage or something, yeah, yeah some something sort of like tragedy. that. But I instantly, I'm not, I'm not a believer in the supernatural, and I don't scare easy. But this, this cabin was in the woods. Yeah, no, I would be terrified. This cabin was in the woods. I arrived there at nighttime, and I walked up there instantly, saw everything, instantly got a terrible feeling. Yeah, just <laughs> and just shivers. ran straight back downstairs. Yeah. Never went up there again. It yeah, freaked me out. It was very. I kind of. It doesn't sound that bad when you explain it, but no, it actually sounds being pretty there ominous. Was, was quite horrible. Yeah, yeah, it made me very un, un unnerved. Yeah, and it's that, and then you're just to me. What I don't like about that is that it's at the top of a staircase. Yeah, so you're just always kind of well. Yeah, whenever I sat in the living room, you could see the ceiling of it. So I was half expecting always a little child's head to sort of yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of appear at the top of the stairs. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, it was. yeah, it wasn't very nice. But yeah, I don't know how you could have even slept there. I would have fucked up. I would have been like, "This is weird <laughs> that you didn't mention this." Yeah, but even the prospect, uh, even that wasn't enough to make me offer Zombie Joe a, a room for the night. 
comes he's stay up there sleeping. He doesn't care. Yeah, oh, <laughs> he sleeps on the mattress. Why well, is used to the ghost in the theater, of course. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but no, I, I didn't. I didn't need to worry about that because Zombie just mentioned it, and then Ben Gorman very gregariously went, "Yes, come and stay with me, Zombie Joe." And uh, that's what he sounds like. You, what were they chatting about? <laughs> like what to be a fly on the wall for like yeah. that initial period after they first get in. Well, Ben also was in a cabin, which I think was like a studio. So it had it had two beds, but mm-hmm. they were in the same room. So they they were bunking up properly. Oh, yeah. It wasn't like he had a separate area for zombie yeah. sleeping oh, or giggling. even a couch. Oh they're yeah, like, you know, shut feet, up, shut up, go to yeah. sleep, <laughs> lying on their bellies with their feet up at the end of the bed. <laughs> I mean. Oh, yeah. Zo- ben put Zombie's hand in warm water. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely. It was a real summer camp vibe. Zombie Joe still has a mustache on his <laughs> face to this day in Sharpie. Well, that's what, you know what I think, what I have to imagine knowing their, per- and now this is, by the way, if we ever got a listener who doesn't directly know all these people, this this podcast is even more yeah, impenetrable a, than usual. <laughs> yeah. It's inside baseball. Yeah. But I just, I like the idea of, because I feel like when I was thinking, is like what do they talk about and i feel like they are both the type of guy who they're they'd like try to have guy talk they'd want to start getting a little raunchy uh stop talking about pussy yeah yeah well because <laughs> zombie will do that every once in a while when he gets alone with you and you can imagine ben sort of politely joining in oh like, no i think ben will go level. there too yeah, i think no, that's what yeah. i mean matching on yeah. like trying to match on the same level because that that's the so zombie will just talk yeah about a lot of things very forcefully <laughs> yeah. and Ben is the type of person who I think is, you know yeah. wants to go along with every conversation yeah. and kind of meet you on yeah. your level so yeah I wouldn't be surprised if that happened I just hope it didn't descend into a mutual wanking situation <laughs> dude you know it was crazy you ever seen any movies about gladiators <laughs> sword <Yeah>. and sandals <laughs> uh no they <laughs> They, uh, I got a good Ben Corman story for you. Oh yeah. Well, we were so we just we just wrapped. It uh, seems like he should be a magician. We just that's that's we, been my my. We impression. just wrapped uh, the mini lives of Abigail season, mm. but it was a fraught production. First yeah. and foremost, which we our, are by the way going to talk about in a yeah in another later episode in another episode, so we can yes. get the uh, the brains behind it on it. Yeah, rather than just maths. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. We we got a what's it called? It was our actress, who, the the eponymous Abigail season. Abigail Breslin. Yeah, Abigail Breslin. She got COVID, and so we had to cancel the whole first weekend. Mm. But we we decided is okay. So let's use those two times we were going to do the show and just make them extra rehearsals. So when we do come back, the show will be tight, you know, and. Um, Apparently, someone didn't get the cancellation memo because they must not check Instagram very much. And I didn't think to put a sign on the door that said, (laughs) you know, canceled. So Ben Coleman just sat in there for two whole hours. And it took me a minute to realize he was there because he apparently walked in while we're doing a dress rehearsal. And we're running tech. Meg's up in the booth running tech. I'm running sound. Yeah. I'm running back and forth. I'm trying to get on and off the stage. He's just there's all shit is all over the seats. He's the only one in the seats, and he just plops down. And he must have <laughs> thought he got lucky because he sits down dead center, <laughs> like front center. He's like, yes, uh, this, no. the, the hot, the best seat in the house yeah. happens to be open. Because <laughs> uh, we go in there, and like as I'm looking, I notice there's. I was like, why is Ian? Not backstage. You know, this is a dress rehearsal, right? And I was like, wait, who is that? Because it's someone in the dark, and I'm in the tech booth looking at him. 
And I'm like, Meg, who, who, who is that? And she's like, what? Oh, who is, who is that? <laughs> and then I kind of just like, I was like, everyone's stuck. And I kind of just slowly start staring at him. And he's like, oh, yeah, hey. And I'm like, this is a rehearsal, man. This isn't. <laughs> Did you notice That's we're funny. missing an actor? <laughs> and we're just talking as if someone's there. <laughs> I, I, he but might then have, he stayed and watched the yeah, whole he, dress rehearsal for have, some reason. He might have just thought it was an experimental kind of theater. Yeah, after we told him it was a rehearsal, he just stayed. Yeah. And then he watched the whole thing and then left. And then he came back the next weekend and watched the real show. And he was like, yeah, this, it was better. This was better, yeah. <laughs> A vast improvement. I think the idea of having an actor to play Abigail season was a good choice. <laughs> it was a good plus up. Yeah, rather than this cushion that you're using. All right. All right. Well, well but yeah, though, but Brandon's wedding was fun. Oh, yeah. I had a good time. I, yeah, it was a good liked, time. Um, the ceremony itself was good. Hit nice. the right balance between, you know, kind of jokey irreverence and, mm-hmm. you know, actual sincere mm-hmm. wedding. I, I don't like full jokey weddings. Yeah. Star it was classy. Weddings. It was very classy weddings. It was classy it was enough, like, whilst not being... Yeah, it was not stuffy or stuffy. traditional, yeah. but it was still classy. Yeah, and they had, a, what's this, a Pussy Jones... Yes, was officiating. Who's awesome, by the way. We he was we, a good speaker. We got to hang out. Yeah, he's a great speaker, and he's just an awesome dude. We got to hang out with him a lot in the uh, bachelor house. Oh yeah, which and I was not invited to. Which is, I think he must have been. I was not. Oh, you know what? You weren't because you weren't invited to the rehearsal dinner. Nope. I had to find my own food because we did have some people who were not in the bachelor party in the bachelor house. Mm. But it occurs to me that it was all people from the rehearsal dinner. Mm. It was like his family. And yeah, stuff. no, they're not willing Sabrina's to shell out for another over. plate. It was, they really, they really, that was another, there was that traditional element. They really stuck to the keeping boys and girls separate type of thing. Mm. Except for Elise, who was like the runner between parties. Right. Um, but she, uh, no, like his uncles who are Sabrina's uncles, they came over to the bachelor ho- house after, which I mean, makes sense because they're, you know. They're men, so they go to the men's place. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, well, she's the one that you're related to. <laughs> yeah, they're in the bride's party. But I guess they're also very close with Brandon, so. Yeah. You know, they were right. awesome. I, talk, I sat and talked to them about musical theater for a solid two hours. <laughs> Didn't talk to anyone else in the whole house, and then I went to bed on an air mattress. <laughs> Brilliant. That <laughs> <Yeah>, was great. <laughs> yeah. Now, I was going to offer uh, maybe people to stay, stay with me in the haunted room, but. Yeah. No, no one needed it. Everyone Dude, that was a plans. weird weekend for me because I've just never been... I felt like a little kid again. It was actually kind of awesome. <laughs> like, I just had no agency. Yeah. I was just kind of getting pointed from one place. Like, okay, we're in this house now. Well, actually, no, you're staying in this house with us because you're a bachelor. But yeah. also, uh, we need to be out by 11. So we're going back to this house to wait until we can go to the venue. And then when we get to the venue, you need to change into your tux. And then yeah. and it's like, this, this rules. Yeah, uh, did you get to? You didn't get to experience much of the place, though, did you? Like, no, hardly at all. Well, we did on the, when the I morning was with after. You is when we did. Yeah, before we uh, left, yeah, that we was, all, the, that was all I saw. Yeah, got to see what Lake Arrowhead has to offer. It Mostly was cool. Hot so- novelty hot sauce and toy shops. <laughs> Bad novelty hot sauce was pretty good. Oh, it's great. Oh man, yeah. There was a lot of sauce in that shop too. I've never seen a whole shop just dedicated to hot sauce. Usually, the, a wall. The alien UFO start. one has a big section of it. Yeah, uh, on the way back from Vegas and Baker. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and there was what are we, uh, terrible things like the the what was it bacon? I don't know. Anyway, 
What? <laughs> that was something we found Where's when we Steam were like, guys this is... We're pulling into the station here. <laughs> no, there was something or other, some kind of food stuff we found where it was like bacon flavored mm-hmm. epic or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, Jesus Christ. No, yeah, it was me who, it was, I held it, it was something, it was like bacon-wrapped chocolate yeah. at the candy shop, and I held o- it up, over and I was 9, like, 9,000. Yeah, um, I held it up, and I said, uh, can you say epic? <laughs> bacon-wrapped Nutella. Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah. It was like bourbon bacon chocolate bar or something like that. Yeah, with like a Pepe the Frog on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the, the Kekistan flag. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that yeah, was fun though. Yeah, we, we spent a lot. Of time. Someone got McDonald's before we left. No, I went to the McDonald's to to use the restroom. I think someone. I don't think anyone actually you patronized didn't actually them. We no, I, I discussed I it. Said yeah. I was going to. Yeah, much to the chagrin of everyone. Down, yeah. yeah, everyone was real disgusted by my appetite that that day. <laughs> to be fair, I got two breakfasts. You did. I got. Which I, I paid for. I had eleven Z's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sean, knew, Sean snuck off and paid for the whole breakfast very generously. Well, I might yeah, add. Which I knew when I was when I sat down. I was like, I'll get them all breakfast. They've had a weekend, you know. Yeah. Uh, and, and then, if I, then if I had you that. fucking ordered two. I was like, Jesus Christ! And I couldn't be I couldn't be upset about it because I was like, well, he doesn't know I'm planning on paying for it. Yeah. But it is disgusting and like, God, Max, why can't you just be normal? <laughs> it was, no, it, it wasn't enough food. No one thing they had was enough food. It was... <laughs> what I, are you talking about? It was like you were going to get like your bacon, eggs, and hash brown type shit on one plate. Mm. But you need a main course. And so I also ordered the biscuits and gravy on the side. But they didn't yeah. have like a biscuits and gravy combo. <laughs> Yeah, and they probably assume that like two or three thousand calories is enough for the average person. Well, not for me. Yeah, and then, but yeah, and then I will. I will admit, I was hungry pretty shortly after. Well, yeah, I was. Just <laughs> you were talking about McDonald's. I was thinking about getting some. I think I did end up getting a like a slice of pizza at the Seven Eleven on the way out of town. <laughs> for fuck's sake! Oh, I'll tell you one thing that we we had a good time with on the drive home was at the Seven Eleven on the way out of town. I bought the local newspaper. Oh, and you should have seen us coastal elites yucking it up at this small <laughs> this town. Silly newspaper. mountain folk. Yeah. <laughs> there was there was like whole articles. I'll have to bring that in because there was some really good shit in there. <laughs> I was like, there was these articles about like, you know, the the bat exhibit at the local museum and whatnot, and yeah. you know, all the stuff they were because it was all the stuff they were doing for Halloween, and there's like. It was clearly just the shit they already had, but they were kind of overlaying it. So it was like there was like a pirate thing going. I don't know. What's wrong with that? Nothing was wrong with it. It was just funny to read yeah, about. You're laughing at it. Like, <laughs> they haven't even mentioned one gang rape yet. <laughs> actually, the what sheriff's... kind of Neanderthal? Well, actually, it's funny you mentioned. Uh, no, there were no mentions of any specially violent crime, but a whole page in it is the sheriff's blotter. Mm. Where it's basically just the sheriff, the sheriff's like data entry on the crimes that are reported that week. Right. So it's like you just like get a printed police scanner basically in the back of the paper. But what's odd about it is it's truly his raw notes because it's incomplete sentences. Oh, really? I can't figure out what's going on. <laughs> yeah, that might be. Uh, is there a, an obligation to do that for every police department? Maybe. Not they might in need my to, experience. They might need to publish them. When oh. I was growing up, the Manteca Bulletin didn't print the <laughs> sheriff's log. 
Well, maybe if they had, they wouldn't have had that serial killer over there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Mass's hometown. Speaking of which, if they did have a serial killer... Uh, yeah, wait, actually, that's true, isn't it? It's Stockton, it? I think. Yeah. yeah, there's a Stocktonian serial killer right now. Yeah, but no, they've caught Well, him he now. probably just got washed away in the floods, though. Have you seen that all of Stockton no. is underwater? Oh, I heard. Yeah, I heard. Yeah. yeah the whole Bay Area, too. The Dude, my, all of Sacramento? Yeah. Like, it's like um, the part near Highway 99, which is like near where I lived. Mm-hmm. It's like everything, all my whole childhood has been washed away by the flood up there. It's God's wrath. I'm like, my dad might be dead. I have no idea. I have no way of knowing. <laughs> I didn't call him on Christmas on New Year's. No, I texted him. He's been, he's at least alive <laughs> as of New Year's Day. Okay, well, that's so, something. Then. It's been a couple of days, though, of yeah. flooding. Well, you might want to check, just, even just to talk about it. He's fine. Might be interesting. You get first-hand reports of... He's in his waders and his. <laughs> well, anyway, he's got a little robot. I thought it might be interesting. Yeah, yeah. it is interesting. Give but, us some uh, content, dude. I've been bringing so much content. I don't even know what. Yeah, to no, do. you're doing. You're doing. You're doing just fine. I'm you're doing a, good. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, look. I mean, we 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 could uh, wrap up 2022. What was 2022? What was that whole year like? Yeah, that's a good I was remarking, you know, you do that thing around New Year's where you, you do predictions for the next year. Mm-hmm. That's a common thing to do. Come up with three predictions and then at the end of the year, see what came true. And yeah, did we do that, though? No. Uh, okay. But maybe we should start. Uh, I, was, I was finding it very difficult to come up with any for 2023 because there's nothing really... That, not that I can think of anywhere. There's nothing that's sort of destined to happen. You know what I mean? Like, there are no big events. There's no Olympics. There's no... Uh, wasn't the World, World Cup, Cup next year? No, it was this year. That already happened. Last year. Oh, now, yeah. I suppose. yeah. In Qatar Just, or whatever, in right? In fucking Qatar, yeah. Now, next year's is is in LA. Next World Cup is in LA, but that's in 2024. No, sorry, 2026. Yeah, it's only every four years, right? Yeah, every four years. And the Olympics is every other year? No, the year? Olympics is also every... Every two years, maybe? Four years. No. Yes. Well, the Summer Olympics and the Winter Olympics are... Summer Olympics are... Uh, yeah. Maybe they do one of those every two years. Yes. I feel like I don't know when the next Olympics are, but yeah. No, it's, I think it's every four years. I don't give a shit about the Olympics. I've never gotten into all the international sporting events. Olympics, I find dull. Yeah. Olympics, you only watch the, the kind of weird opening ceremonies and just think about how many slaves are involved. Yeah, that's true. Well... Uh, kind of the same with the Qatar World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. 1,500 migrant workers apparently died. Uh, are you serious? Constructing the stadiums, which are going to sit completely empty now. Because, no, no one's... It wasn't good... It wasn't good tourism marketing for Qatar in general, like they hoped it would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In, in fact, if anything, it was the opposite. Yes. Yeah, it has not helped their reputation at all. Mostly because they, uh, they remarkably... I don't know if I want to give them credit for it, but they stuck to their guns more than I expected with regards yeah. to their local customs and laws. Uh, so, yeah, no alcohol allowed. Uh, I thought they were really going to bend on the gay thing. Like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. You yeah. know, if, if you're gay coming from other countries, it's fine to be gay here. But... Nope, they sort of actually kind of last minute went, yeah, actually, no. No, yeah. <laughs> don't do that. that uh, will, no that gay flag, no happening. gay pride flags, nothing, yeah. please. Um, yeah, it was it was quite interesting the way they handled it. And then, you know, obviously it was mostly an exercise. It, the, the corruption for them to get the World Cup in the first place by bribe, bribery mm-hmm. is pretty well known. Yeah. Uh, and they did it mostly to put their own, because they think the World Cup host country always gets their team in the World Cup. They start the 
start the uh, competition off. And obviously their team is shit. Yeah. Qatar does not have a good soccer team. Well, I call it football, but yeah, they don't have a good soccer team. So... Do you really call it football? Like, if you're, th- if yes. you're thinking about it without... If, if I think about without, it, I, I always have to correct myself, yeah, <clears throat> when I'm talking to you lot. But no, that's what I mean, is like, if you're left to your own device, like, if you were talking to someone at the bar, especially if they had a British accent... I say football, and then I correct myself, like I just did. Soccer. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's annoying. Even to the old lads? The old lads, like I'm like when you're like at the well, at the crown and anchor. Oh no! Well, if they're British, that's I can what talk. I'm saying. They're yeah. British too. Then yeah, you will we'll say, say football. Wow, you yeah. guys just do that. Well, because you use your foot to kick the ball. Well, yeah. did you know actually that soccer is an English term? Yeah, I did learn that. It's something about like clubs or soccer clubs or something like that. Yeah, yeah. it's like some abbreviation of an abbreviation. Yeah, yeah, probably a society, like a football mm. society, probably. That know. is what it was. Yeah, society. Yeah. So football society. Yep. Yeah. Um. Anyway, you didn't watch any of the World Cup then, I'm assuming. Not a minute. That's a shame. It was actually quite, it was quite a bad one. It wasn't I heard it was exciting. People, Morocco. Uh, I was rooting for Morocco. Mm, yeah. Only Muslim country to ever uh, advance that far, right? Is or that something right? something like that? I don't know. I thought they'd advanced that far before. Maybe they hadn't. Maybe I'm mistaken. Morocco's a good team. Yeah. I was just seeing some of my Muslim friends posting memes about Morocco and like showing all the other mm. Middle Eastern nations like looking up at Well, I think pride. of Morocco as an African country before I think of it as a Middle Eastern country. But well, not I Middle Eastern, it was Muslim is Muslim. all, is yeah, all it's about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. But it was nice to see Qatar. I think I read someone somewhere because they played the opening match against, uh, who was it, Ecuador or Uruguay or someone? Mm-hmm. A very good team and, you know, got destroyed. And it was I saw someone say, well, it was nice of the Qatari soccer team to honor the LGBT community by getting a public bumming. <laughs> <laughs> there you uh, go. Yeah, <laughs> at, least, at least we got that out of it. Anywho. But yeah, as far as 2023 goes, I don't I'm know. My, to... my main predict, the one that I came up with, which I think probably everyone has, because it's pretty obviously going to happen, is Elon Musk stepping down from Twitter. I think that's oh, I quite, mean, that's yeah, like, it's almost a given. I think he's even said he's pretty it, much going to. Isn't he about to already? Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. So that's pretty easy. I felt like he just bought it on a lark. Well, he did. He did yeah. it. It's like a, a 69 joke. He said he'd buy Twitter and sell shares at $52.69. I highlighted the 69 but nice. then he had to he, that, like it sort of accidentally became legally binding um he yeah I don't uh yeah I, I don't care I, I don't, honestly I don't, don't care about I yeah. don't care about that at all <laughs> it's like, it's Twitter, I don't know why people are acting Twitter like it's such a big deal Twitter could completely fail Elon Musk I don't give a shit yeah, yeah like, um, I really don't but um that's that's one of my predictions I think the another one I wrote I think was the war in Ukraine will end somehow, but I think that's probably quite an easy one. Mm-hmm. I don't think it will still be the war of Ukraine. It will either expand, and it won't be the war of Ukraine anymore, or it will just end for other means. Well, isn't Ukraine like going back at Russia really hard? I don't know about going back. I don't know if that's the uh, they're you know they're standing strong but that's mostly because it's a very it hasn't really worked as far as i can understand like russia are having a very hard time that's what i'm saying yeah yeah, yeah. it sounds like ukraine might might win i i don't think it'll be a win it'll be a russia will give up maybe yeah or other nato countries i don't know i don't know enough about it honestly but i think that's a fair prediction to make that somehow that will end yeah yeah um 
Let's see. What have you got? Uh, oh, I, sorry. My third one was pretty nice and vague. Uh, was that I think there will be some kind of uh, either scientific or probably medical breakthrough next year. Something very big. Like something that will be remembered. Like the invention of penicillin or something like that. Yeah. And I, the reason I believe that is because I was reading about how during the pandemic, when COVID started, a lot of medical uh, groups, organizations, researchers got a lot of funding. Mm-hmm. They got a lot of funding from uh, various governments and other organizations, charities maybe, to do research um, about COVID-19. And I think a lot of that money is going to be used for whatever else they were doing. So I think we're going to, you know, a couple of years after all of that, I think we're going to start seeing the results of that. I think some kind of big, probably medical, but otherwise scientific breakthrough caused by funding from from the pandemic. I think, um, hmm, let me think here. That might be a really stupid prediction. But My instinct for some bizarre reason is to say that Joe Biden's going to die. Oh, uh, yeah, Rachel said that. That's one of hers. Yeah, it's just like, it's just something... Something odd's going to happen. Like, I feel like there's going to be a big seismic. Because I don't feel like we had one of those this year. Um, the and, Queen and maybe, died. Maybe a lot. Oh, that's That was pretty true. big. I guess I just mean in America. But also that wasn't unexpected. Right. But, well, I mean, it, it kind of was because you almost felt like she was going to live forever at this point. Mm. But, <laughs> like. Yeah. But I, I, yeah, the queen died. I guess that is pretty seismic. But Actually, I, I, I specifically meant in America. I got something pretty interesting to say along those lines, but I think I have to say it off mic. I don't think I can say it publicly yet. Did you kill the queen? <laughs> <laughs> Can't say it publicly yet. <laughs> okay. No, no, I'll, I'll tell you about it later. Yeah, well, tell me now. No, no, that's interesting. Well, I know once we just we're back. Yeah, so I just I learned to, one seismic shift that's going to happen in the <laughs> upcoming year. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty well, big. You'll you'll hear about it in the poor later. quality universe. Something real interesting is going to happen yeah. coming your way. We'll, we'll have an episode. By far, our we are most interesting anecdote. <laughs> we are guaranteed a, a topic for an episode I, la- I later on in the year. I can guarantee that 20 minutes into that episode, we're going to start talking about Kevin Smith. Or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Uh, yeah, so that's something that will happen, but yeah. that's not a fair prediction. Yeah, no. So what are your predictions then? I don't so know. So Biden might die, something big like that? I think something big in American government is going to happen. Like, I think there's going to be... A big shift. So I don't think so anything. Think, I don't think anything's going to collapse. So if Biden anything. dies, uh, Kamala Harris becomes president. Yeah, I don't think she'll have a long time. She did. Did you see that she did? Because in the big, election in twenty twenty four. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. she'll have the best part of two years. So but, my theory is the Dems are going to kill Biden. They're going to yeah. poison Biden's oatmeal. <laughs> I really don't think so. I think they love him. Well, no, 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 because they want Kamala, because it's a clinch oh, for the Kamala. next to Mer- Is it Kamala? Next- I've, I've always said Kamala, oh, is, but then other people say it's, Kamala. It's Kamala. It is Kamala. Yeah, That's on okay. me. I, I saw uh, she did some big interview, like some big feature in a magazine recently, and I saw a, a highlight of it where mm-hmm. she, she was talking about as a child being at um, a civil rights rallies, her parents taking her to civil rights rallies, mm-hmm. and apparently... Um, she was fussing. Her mom saw her fussing, and she said, "Her mom looked down at me and said, What do you want?'" And I looked up at her with a tear in my eye and said, "Freedom." <laughs> so, 
She said that. Apparently, she I saw it. I saw that, it. Uh, screenshot it. That that's, lady's a fucking lunatic. I just want to make sure. Yeah, you're right. I always say things, and then it turns out I was wrong. So I want to. The freedom part is what gets spelled there. spelled with the W. Yeah. Oh no! It's tr- not only is it true. She's also accused of plagiarizing the story from Martin Luther King. Oh my god! Let's see. Um. Uh. Da 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 da. Um. Oh, I can't get. I'm trying to find the actual quote, but no. So it is true. But apparently, she's. Uh, yeah, she's plagiarized it from Martin Luther King, which is which is great. Um. Oh, yeah. My mother used to laugh when she told the story about the time I was fussing as a toddler. She leaned down to me and asked, Kamala, what's wrong? What do you want? And I wailed back, freedom. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. That's that's pretty good. That's, I mean, I feel like she's just not really in the news right now. Like, she's not at the... I like, haven't heard anything about yeah. her. Well, she's a vice president. You never hear anything about I the guess, vice president. But, yeah. but she was, you know, the one that everyone was like, well, we're really voting for for Kamala. We're not... You know, Biden's her vehicle to get there, but, yeah, but we love still, Kamala. Yeah, but then Biden got in and everyone stopped giving a shit about politics. As, yeah, as I mean, he's not exactly an inspiring figure, is he? Yeah. But do you remember that whole... When they were really trying to make that whole Dark, dark Brandon thing happen? Dark Brandon? Yeah, or Dark Joe or Dark Biden. When he did a speech where he was like, and we've had enough of uh, these racists or whatever, and <laughs> he was backlit by the yeah. uh, the, the White House oh. had the weird colors on it, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, now he's about to kick ass. No, like, I don't the remember gloves are up. <laughs> No, exactly, because it came and went within about five days, but I think the the Democratic Party were probably trying to get it to be kind a get thing. Like a meme kind yeah, of? Yeah, trying to make it a thing. Oh, here he is. Now here he means business. Dark Biden. Yeah, Dark Brandon is what they were calling it. Why Brandon? Why is that the thing? Because that's not Let's something... go Brandon. That was a right-wing thing, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I don't think the... And I'm I don't not... think the Dems want to adopt Brandon. I don't think that's... That sounds like maybe, maybe they were trying to, the, to co-opt the, it. I don't know, but... Oh, uh, yeah. I... Well, I don't even Man, know where that came when Hillary from. Clinton's basket of deplorables thing back, backfired oh, on her man, so hard. Yeah. They all started calling themselves the deplorables. And her hot sauce. The hot sauce was fucking awesome. <laughs> she was like, yeah, man. Did you, do you remember the Hillary Clinton is your abuela? Yeah. Oh, See? good look. I was amazed that was real. Oh, uh, yeah. When I saw those. That they, these weird things. It was yeah. like, so it's, it's official. It's funded. These videos funded by the Democratic Party on her camp. Yeah. With like an actress, like a stand-in for her. Like someone who looks like her. Oh, I never saw that. Yeah. I never saw any videos. I just knew it was like a slogan they were trying to get going. Oh, yeah. No, but they, they had videos related to it, too, where she's like oh, hanging out awesome. on, like, at a quinceanera. And so I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? And it's she's not your, even her. It's she's not actually your her. <laughs> oh, oh, my that God. That one got a lot of backlash. Well, quite rightly. They were yeah, like, I, no, I, she's not. <laughs> Let me tell you about the life my abuela lived. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Yeah. State. Well, there was some. There were so many great ones in that election cycle. Yeah. Well, Kamala Harris. Uh, Kamala. Yeah, Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris. The classic. She's on the radio interview, and they're like, "Who's your top? Who's your top three living rappers?" And she's like, "Tupac." She said like this weird <laughs> smug. Like she's like, ah, "Yeah, Tupac. I know about that." Well, he counts for two of them because he's two. 
Well, I think I've, yeah, I mean, I guess she, oh, <laughs> oh your mom is. Oh. <laughs> there she is. OB. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. She, Tupac, she obviously had not gotten the memo. Or, I, or maybe she was saying it to be like, Tupac's still alive. Because, you know, that's a conspiracy. Yeah, yeah that's the whole thing is Tupac maybe. is dead. Yeah, and yeah. she said Tupac, yeah. Oh, I see. Um, but, then, but the really the really good one was the classic Joe Biden. Also, I think, on a radio Wasn't show. Wasn't Joe Biden saying that he likes like, that wet-ass pussy song? Or? <laughs> no, it was, it was so... It was actually unbelievable. You know. That where he was on the... He's on... It was like a th- on the Breakfast Club or one of those shows. Dude, like, he had just about made it through. Like, he had kind of blundered because he was... Still not in favor of legalizing weed. I think he seems to have shifted his tone, tune on that since his presidency started, or mm. he's de- been dead for a month and <laughs> whoever took over. But yeah, because um, he was very like, no, weed shouldn't be legal. And the host of the show and him were getting into it, but he had just about survived the interview without putting his foot in his mouth. And at the very end, there was like some caller or something that was asking about his positions, or you know, this is a hip hop theme. This is a black radio show, right? And at the end, they're asking about it. I was like, yeah, you know, because there's a lot of undecided voters out there. And he's like, well, listen, if you're if you're a black American and you're and you're undecided between Trump or Biden, you ain't black. Oh, that whole time. And it's yeah, like 10 yeah. seconds before they're oh, off no. the air. <laughs> so you, close. You ain't black. <laughs> and then he had to go and apologize nah. the next day. Oh, Lordy. <laughs> What a Sick. blunder. <laughs> you ain't black. He's had plenty of blunders, but they're not as funny as, like, you know, I remember the George Bush era where everyone was picking up on new things he'd said yeah. wrong or done, you know, misspoke. And then Biden's ones are just like, oh, no, this is just a guy who doesn't know what he's saying. He's barely <laughs> like, in control of his faculties. Actually, you know, George Bush just had a new one. He came back for to drop a new... Drop a new Bushism? Yeah. That's good of him. Well, he's probably doing it on purpose now. Well, well, this one was "Ah, I'm gay. (laughs) (laughs) These Bushisms are getting dark now. I think he's in a bit of a regret period late in life because he's in there. He's giving some speech talking about Ukraine and he's condemning Russia. And he's like, they have launched a completely unjustified war against Iraq. Oh, sorry. I'm 70 now. Uh, Ukraine. And then he goes and he pauses. He goes. Also Iraq. Oh. <laughs> like, what the... F- well, you know what? The, 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 the left now, well, some they of the left now, who are like, oh, Uncle George, that was a, at least he was a proper... I mean... He was a statesman. They're probably going to hear that and be like, oh, good for him. He's admitted that, you know, he knows when he did something wrong. It's like, that no, brings, that's That brings back the casualties. Yeah, it's all fine now. Yeah, good Lord. Tony Blair as well. statesman. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, because Tony Blair was no fan of Trump either, right? No. So, mm-hmm. you know, that, that exonerates them. And, I mean, fucking John McCain, when he what died. What did Blair do? Were, was, he, was he, did he, well, he was involved in the whole war in Iraq thing. Oh, uh, England sent people? Yeah, and the dossier, the, I mean, they, they I were Bush certainly. And, I remember Bush and Blair were like buddies. No, but they were the ones who misled the public about the uh, weapons of mass destruction. Deliber- okay, they it, was deliberately, the, it was a combined effort yeah, between deliberately, the two of them. Yeah. Deliberately lied to, you know, usher yeah, us into, to justify into the war, that war. Yeah. yeah. No, he's, he's. By any definition, basically a war criminal. But it's fine yeah. now because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. What do you? He doesn't do? like the orange man. He paints. <laughs> what did David try to say to me? He goes, he goes. He paints. He's actually good. <laughs> Have you looked at his paintings? <laughs> Speaking of painting, he's actually good. And I'm looking at you. 
Uh, Bob Ross. I've gotten into recent, just yesterday actually. Oh, you never watched night. him before? I no. I mean, obviously, like everyone else, I've known he exi- I've known of his existence. No, but I you ever sat down to watch an episode from never start to finish, and, watched, and I didn't realize how fucking good he is. It's actually it's, it's crazy. It's like beyond good. It's like crazy. No, and he's talking about it so simply and doing it so fast that that's you're always, like, so that oh, was always anyone could do this. Type. I guess that's kind of a distinctly American thing then, because that was always a huge I think like he's Canadian. Well, I guess I mean, well, maybe, but actually, maybe it was kind of like a, it was kind of like a huge, like popular joke to make because people would try to paint along because that's the the premise of the show is him being like, all right, so here are the colors we're going to be using, using, and and they were always these super hyper specific colors, very specific, yeah. Um, But it would be so you'd have his palette out and everything, and he has his paint set, and he's just kind of like you said, he's just talking and blah blah blah, and. But he's explaining like everything be, he if does. If you were trying right? to follow along, you'd be like, you just about get there. And he's like, okay, all right. It stops very simply. And then he just like takes a brush, like a flat, broad brush. He goes, then we're just going to... And then suddenly it's just like a perfectly rendered scene in one swipe. He was making trees. And so, yeah. Like, which I assumed when he... I don't know much about painting, but I assumed when you paint a tree, you know, like trees on a landscape, mm-hmm. you have to like get a small brush and no. do the outline and then fill them in. But no, he's just doing it with this big brush. Oh, yeah. And then we just... Yeah, and it's exactly. like a perfect fir tree, though. Yeah. Like, well, how? How you? I was blown away, and I also just really liked the tone of it. And yeah, it's, I mean, not, it's, it's a really, great really, really I was, nice. I got. I was watching a lot of it recently, actually. Yeah, I was depressed. No, I was. <laughs> <laughs> I, was uh, I was up at my mom's house in Oregon, mm. and we were like just kind of putzing through YouTube. Yeah, and we stumbled on like a ton of full episodes of, yeah. of the show. I can't remember what the name of the show actually. The was. Joy of Painting. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And so I we yeah, we we watched like two or three full we watched like yeah. ninety minutes of the joy well, of painting. I, you know, like anyone, I knew he was well known and kind of everyone liked him because he had this nice show about painting. But I assumed it would be like kind of simplistic, you know, oh, just no. a, just a guy who liked painting and was getting you to paint along with him, and it would be nice and kind of simple. But no, he's really oh, yeah. really good. So yeah, so that's what I mean is like that was the huge like before memes or anything. I was like always the joke people would make about that show is how in- insanely difficult yeah the painting is yeah yeah anyway yeah. Well, Made me think of that. Uh, what else happened? I remember the- actually weirdly. I do remember knowing someone whose like grandma was a painter. It was has a vague memory, but like I went over to some friend's house in school once, and his grandma was a, like a painter, like an amateur painter, and she would paint along. Yeah, with Bob Ross whenever it was on, and so she had like a bunch of canvases in the house. Yeah, of. Like really quite good. He makes she it, had figured it out. He makes it seem really doable. Yeah, and maybe it is, but it just doesn't. It seems impossible. I think I'll bet it's a good like novice level. Like you have to know how to work a brush yeah. and like the basics of painting, yeah. which I don't know. No, I would make a complete yeah. ass of it. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if she had to go buy the paints. They must have sold like a Bob Ross paint kit or something, I'm, right? I think like he did. his yeah. his go to colors. Yeah. Because they were weirdly specific. Yeah, it was like yeah. thylacine orange. Yeah, or thylacine <laughs> orange. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that no, was good. Um, what were you gonna say though before I cut you off? Well, well as far as predictions for twenty twenty three go, yeah, not, nothing that interesting. Mm-hmm. But what happened this year? Even like, uh, sorry, last year. Well, well what, what I, were your, I was just what were the best to... movies of your year or something like oh, that. Oh my god, nothing. I, I didn't right? see a thing. Uh, you know what? I really enjoyed everything, everywhere, all at once. Oh, okay. I saw um, I don't know if you'd like it. Probably it not. It might be a little too... Zany. Zany for you. I yeah. think that's exactly the way to describe it. It might be a little too zany for you. Yeah. I'll, I'll give it a go. Um, I, I have it. I watched The Menu with Rafe. Oh, Fiend. yeah. Let's talk about that for I a little bit. I thought it was funny. 
Oh, I did. I did not like that. Well, I liked it. It was fine. Enough. I, I thought it was all right. It, it had very bad moments, but I think I mean it's kind of funny because I think you know you've watched a bit of Inside Number Nine now. I feel like they would have done better in half an hour. I agree. I, I think, I it's think an, and it's a it's it's a premise similar to theirs too. It, it's a it, chamber say, piece, yeah. and yeah, you that's what I also noted about the movie. I was like. It really wasn't long, but it could have been shorter. I didn't it need really them to run been. away outside just Th- to get brought back. That whole bit, that whole battle royale bit yeah. where they kind of yeah. send the men off and they chase them down, That's that was just for the trailers. Yeah, I think I so. I guarantee you that was they just... They wanted to make it look like a hyped up action yeah. movie. Because I remember it was, seeing the, chamber piece. I saw the yeah. trailer for it and that was featured pretty prominently in mm-hmm. it. But yeah, it has no consequence whatsoever. Yeah, it's so odd. Um, yeah, the, I didn't like the whole fucking, you know, bit at the end. Uh, just... You could spoil it. We could spoil yeah, the menu. I, I didn't like the... Well, first of all, like Anna Taylor-Joy's character in general, like that kind of, <laughs> oh, but I'm, I'm from the other side of the tracks and I'm sassy and I'm the yeah. one who's going to like melt the Grinch's heart yeah, with yeah, a yeah. cheeseburger. But, <laughs> yeah, that... Uh, just... just no, it's just lame. She I, was pretty lame in it. Um, she was. Like, I think her she performance was. She was, just was fine. fine. I just yeah. think that character. Was I don't a like looking at her. Though. I have an unfair something against her. I can't tell what it is. She's unusual looking. No, she's beautiful. I think that's what I don't like about her. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't buy that. She's R slash stoicism. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, no. But that's what I mean. Is like I think I can't buy her as playing a down to earth character because she's so beautiful. Well, and she's yeah. like unusually like like unusually striking. Unusual, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't. I, I just didn't like all of that. Like she stumbles upon a room full of photos and news clippings that explain everything. Oh sure. But I, I mean, I got into it with Robert Fuller over it's, this. It's Paul because oh, Robert you Fuller. Guys, you guys' relationship is deteriorating more and more he every just, month. We with just, every new release, we just disagree on everything apparently. Because he liked the menu but didn't like Glass Onion, whereas I quite like Glass Onion. Um, uh, really. Yeah. Did you like Knives Out? No, not as much. Okay. I like Glass Onion more. That might be the first wreck I'll take of Glass Onion because I just have no interest because I didn't dislike Knives Out. I didn't dislike Knives I wouldn't Out. Have, I, I just, uh, you know, I, I had a, uh, I had the AMC thing, so mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I could yeah. go and see it, and it's there, and it's only going to be in theaters for one week because Netflix yeah. have got it, so... Yeah, right, it definitely wasn't it. like, fuck was, Knives Out, but it was no, like, I, was I like, thought just it, thought it was uh, kind of middling. It will it will age badly, but that's why it's a good idea to see it now. Mm-hmm. It will, it, it, the references are pretty current, mm. and they each have... Does it have a liberal agenda like Knives Out did? Yes. Nice. But, you know, it, it's mostly, mostly about, I mean, like, Edward Norton is clearly... Elon Musk or someone like that. Okay. Um, and then it has like a kind of Joe Rogan slash Alex Jones slash Andrew Tate avatar. And it has. Oh, like, wow. They're hitting it, all yeah, like they, They've basically got a kind of cross section of much more the first one kind of did too. But those were more broad tropes, whereas mm-hmm. these are a little bit more targeted. Um, but it was, it had some decent jokes and it. it was funny enough. Like it was well plotted. I thought, mm-hmm. I, I just thought it was fine. I think it, I think they pussied out in the ending a little bit, but mm-hmm. Fair enough. And then the menu I saw a couple of days later, and it's superficially quite similar. Like there, oh. were, you know, there's a lot of, um, well, it's people going to a remote location, and then you know something sinister, kind of Was mystery it a going on. Ring of the upper class. Yes. Okay. Well, then there's another one that came out, which is Triangle of Sadness, which apparently which I can't purports watch. to do the same thing. Yeah, I oh, can't watch there's that. a lot of, yeah. I mean, even the thumbnail for the trailer mm-hmm. is someone projectile vomiting. Oh, okay. So I won't be watching that. So, but that's by the guy who did The Square and yeah. uh, Force Majeure, was it? Yeah. Is that the same Force Majeure guy? That's the same, I believe it would, so. They would stand to reason. They're pretty similar. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so yeah, no, I haven't watched that. But yeah, that does seem to be a bit of a theme this year. Um. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, the menu I disagreed with Robert on because Robert liked it. I, I, I mean, I, I didn't dislike it. I just thought it was kind of. Did I lay in? Was I in that thread? I don't think so. Really? No. Uh, yeah, just it was a, pulpy. Was, That's it was, why I felt like an inside number nine. Thing. I didn't. Uh, Which, by the way, aren't there like new episodes of that? Well, there was a new season this year. Actually, yeah, they just did a Christmas special. So, did you watch the newest season of Atlanta yet? No, still haven't Me watched neither. it. So, no spoilers yet. No, I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But so my point there was, inside number nine would have done it, I think, very well in half an hour, whereas. This took an hour and a half and wasn't all that great. Yeah. But what else? What other movies uh, from this year? Uh, Tar, another thing I disagreed with Robert Fuller on. Robert Fuller thinks Tar is the best film of the decade so far. Mm-hmm. I don't. Do you not Do you not like it or you just don't think it's the best film of the decade? I didn't dislike it. I just yeah. saw... I thought it was a Bella Tar film. I don't know why I thought that. <laughs> well, probably because the name is similar. Well, but I mean, usually people don't title their films just their own last name. <laughs> With a, with a letter missing. <laughs> it's misspelled or something. Uh, no, there was... Uh, did you see it? Probably not, right? Tar? No, uh, I want to. Yeah. It's on well, my we'll list. talk about it in more detail when you see it then. Because okay. there's stuff to say about it, but I, I don't think it... Yeah, I mean, I, I have I have here works. for you the... Because uh, I was looking up while we were talking. I was trying to look up like 2022 highlights, just a general list. All anyone cares about is movies. That's all anyone wants to talk about. Yeah, well, what else do we have? Um, I couldn't name a single song that was released last year. Yeah. Not one. Not That's one. True. I really, if, if gun to my head, name one song that came out last year, I couldn't. I would just be mm-hmm. like, all right. Let's see here. I will stoically go out. <laughs> <laughs> I will accept my fate. So one of them is uh, Jafar Panahi. I think I recognize that name. Did he do the marriage one? Marriage one? The, there was like a movie. There was like an Iranian movie about a divorce that happened a few years ago. Oh, I don't know about that. Oh. Um, anyway, so there's something called No Bears. No Bears. Uh, and that's, uh, and that's got, uh, got 100% on Rotting Tomatoes. Oh, okay. I didn't see that. Uh, Marcel the Shell with Shoes On movie got high praise. Did not see it. Something yeah. called Girl Picture, nope. which I've never heard of. The Banshees of Inisherin. I saw that. It's I like that. Live on Rotten Tomatoes. I like that. Yeah. I thought that was pretty good. Um, have you seen that yet? No. No. Robert Fuller didn't like it. Even though we had spent. This is why. <laughs> Fuck me, dude. You guys this, are. Well, this is why I'm almost a little. This is why you wanted to get back on Mike so you could stick it to Robert. <laughs> no. That, but this is almost why I'm a little like. Is he just trying to disagree with me? Because we had argued before the bench, before I saw it anyway, before both of us saw it, about Martin McDonough, where I'm like, eh, you know, I, I liked in Bruges back in the day. Didn't like Seven Psychopaths as much. Certainly didn't really like. Um, uh, you didn't like Calvary? Three billboards. But Calvary is by his brother. Oh, that's right. You're by right. By his brother, right. um, John. John. Yeah, Jonathan John McDonough or something. Yeah, John yeah. Michael McDonough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I You're like right. Calvary a lot. And Robert's like, oh, Calvary awesome. is rubbish. Uh, oh. it's, uh, no, he's wrong. Calvary is terrible. One. And it's like, I think he said wackiness for wackiness sake. And I was like, I, you're saying this as the person defending fucking Seven Psychopaths? Seven but, Psychopaths is pretty wacky. As I would say is in Bruges, though. And Three Bobos. They've all got one. those. Yeah. Um, and I don't think in Bruges has aged very well. I think it's quite, kind of awkward to watch now. Mm-hmm. But. Um, then the Banshees of Inisherin is it looks very a bit subdued. more like Calvary. It does, yeah, and it feels more like that too. Is it the guy? Is it Gleason? Brendan Gleason? Is he yeah. in it? Well, he's in all of them. Yeah, he's oh, in, in he? Bruges. Well, in Bruges, Calvary, and this. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, 
Yeah, I really liked it. I thought it was you know, really good performances. It was a nice, sad kind of story. Great setting. Yeah, it was nice music didn't, too. Very nice music. Yeah, I don't know why this didn't occur to me before. Is this like a trilogy of Martin McDonough? Because I know he has a play called The Cripple of Inishman. Mm. And now he's got the Banshees of Inisherin. No. Those are awfully similar know, titles. Not, no, as far as I know, it's not a trilogy, but it does feel, because, yeah, he was a playwright. Like a thematic but, trilogy, maybe? Yeah. Robert's able to talk about his plays, which I can't. I've never seen any of them. And yeah, I'm nor, honestly nor not I. sure how Robert has, but... Robert is a fucking theater goer. Every year he <sighs> sees a ton of so. shit. I don't know yeah. how he does it. I don't know. He has the money. Boy's well, rich. Yeah. Well, he's a, he's a front. Um, he's a <laughs> money laundering. He's a launderer. Yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's a criminal. Oh, but that's what I was going to say about uh, the menu because I mentioned it to to him. I was like, well, you know, a lot of what it's saying about uh, food culture and the certainly pretentiousness around food and stuff. I was like, I, I think Pig did all of this. Even that scene where she melts his heart with the, making him do a cheeseburger and he yeah. remembers why he fell in love with cooking. It's like that, there's a very, very two very similar scenes in Pig to what that. The hell's Pig? The Nicolas Cage movie from two uh, a year or two ago. Oh, where he plays a reclusive. He's, yeah. he's gone in. He's gone and lived off in a. Uh, sorry, it's a fucking fighter jet going overhead. By the way, I'd like to point out I was right. You were right about what? I just googled it. So I guess this is an, an adaptation of one of his plays. This movie, Entries of Inisherin. Yeah, I don't think so. Well, it says here that. Uh, oh, interesting. So he, wouldn't, he wouldn't do that because he wants the original screenplay Oscar. Well, get this. So his second trilogy of plays is set across the Aran Islands off the coast of County Galway and consists of The Cripple of Inishman, The Lieutenant of Inishmore, and The Banshees of Inishir. The third oh. play was never published as McDonough insisted it wasn't any good, though he expressed a desire to return to it when he's older. Uh, well, maybe so I that's guess how he adapted about. it into the Banshees of, Inish- well, of yeah, Inishman. But he will still be eligible for the Oscar because yeah, it, won't it was be, never published. won't be an adaptation. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, yeah, Pig. You never saw Pig. You probably like Pig. I think Pig's good. It's better than the menu. I got but Robert disagrees. <laughs> Robert thinks Pig is terrible. <laughs> so bitter. Uh, I, <laughs> I'm not bitter. I'm just surprised. I'm like, how can we be, how can we disagree on literally everything? <laughs> I um I I'm I'm finding that uh what's it called oh uh Dan big Dan large Daniel he recommended sorry who's this Dan Masso he was in he was in Abigail season he was also in Parliament which one is he he in Abigail season he's the porn star the male porn star and in Parliament he was Esquire Esquire okay right um so he recommended me the movie Mandy. Also um, starring Nicolas yeah. Cage. I don't love that movie. Or oh, the other one that guy did. What's his name? Mm. Okay, well. Mm. He did another one called uh, Beyond the Black Rainbow. I thought Mandy like was the pig movie. Oh, no. Because I was There's asking. No pigs in it. I had the exact. Well, I didn't see it. Actually, maybe there is a pig in it. Because I had that exact question. I was like, is that the one where Nicolas Cage is protecting a, his pig? <laughs> and you were, and he was like, no. And I was like, is that the one where Nicolas Cage is protecting his zombie daughter? And he was like, no, that's a movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. <laughs> so I was all confused. <laughs> yeah, no, Pig's like all those movies are very similar. Pig's always playing like a Portland chef who's gone to live in the woods with a truffle hunting pig, and he just sells truffles. Everybody's protecting to the his pigs. Well, no, the pig gets kidnapped, stolen. Oh, so he kind of John so Wick's kind of like, it, kind of like John Wick. Yeah, but not at all, really, because then he, when he goes back to Portland, it's all about yeah, the kind of nature of. Well, it delves into a lot about food culture and food criticism, mm-hmm. but also. Yeah, into like the emotional connections between food and but 
Yeah. The people who made the menu, the people who wrote the menu, which I think was co-produced by, I think Seth Rogen was involved. Hmm. Or Will Ferrell, sorry, Will Ferrell and uh, someone else. Anyway, Adam McKay, I think. Anyway. Well, so, yeah, there you go. What other movies did I see last year that I actually liked? I, think, I, I get the feeling I did see some that I quite liked. Um, I liked The Northman well enough. It wasn't great. Was that the one by... Uh, the witch guy. Yeah. Eggers. Eggers, yeah. Uh, people were all stoked for that. People were, were talking about that. They got bad reviews, though. People were talking about that movie as if it was like the event of the year. Mm. And people just expected me it to not happen to know know about it. Like people yeah. were like, "Oh, Northman, right?" And I'm like, "What the mm. fuck is the Northman?" Yeah, it was something you could tell, and I think he even said as much, which is quite rare uh, for someone in his position because this was more of a big money movie. Mm-hmm. Um, he basically said, "Yeah, I couldn't really do what I wanted to do with it." But he was <laughs> like, "He was like, I whiffed it." Kind of, oh, yeah. He was oh, like, yeah, no, yeah. It, I had to make a lot of compromises, yeah. and here's what it is, and that's exactly what it feels like. I think the bones are very good. Yeah, um, it, it was ridiculous that a lot of the bad reviews were like, <laughs> basically Hamlet, right? And it's like <laughs> it was based. It, he made no, he didn't hide that it was based on the Danish, like Norse m- legend that inspired Hamlet, right? So how is that a criticism? Oh, it's just Hamlet. We've not seen enough Hamlet. Is they pwned him. <laughs> yeah. Did you see a uh, Good Night, Mommy? Or oh no, no. Uh, don't worry, darling. Did you see yes. that one? Oh, that was a stinker. I heard it was a bit of a oh, stinker. Oh, it's fantastically bad. I, I, I again, I think people, you know, probably kind of had their claws out for it a bit because of all the drama going on yeah, behind the scenes. That seems to be. That like being if people like Meg get real into that type of stuff, yeah. and Meg was like, "I won't see that." I was put off by the behind-the-scenes drama. Yeah, which on- honestly probably drew more attention to it than it deserved. Because mm-hmm. if you watch it, it's just quite bad. Yeah, we it's had this a- good, the girl who played Abigail season in our cast. Like she, she was very much uh, what's it called? She started in talking about how bad it was. She's like, "Oh, Harry Styles can't act, and this, that, and the other." He is pretty bad. Yeah. And then, but then, just like as always, it just slowly started descending. Like, and also, it was fucked up what Olivia did. <laughs> like, uh-oh. poor Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, it, it, I mean, again, not much point talking about it if you haven't seen it. But it, but it's rubbish. Yeah. It's like a bad Black Mirror mm-hmm. stretched out for a very long time. It's quite long. And then what else? What, about, what were good movies? I, I know I saw a few that I actually thought were good. I was yeah, like, oh, this, this isn't a bad year for movies. This um, is one of our most interesting popcorn chatters yet, where we're just trying <laughs> to think of movies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll, do, I'll give you the top ten movies from RogerEbert.com. You'll just blow through them here. Uh, number ten, Babylon. Haven't seen it, but I want to. Seen it. Oh, my God, I don't want to see that. Uh, that looks terrible. Really? I think it was awesome. Was Damien Chazelle trying to do Baz Luhrmann? Yeah. No. No, thank you. I, I don't like Damien Chazelle even, it doesn't doing Damien like Chazelle. Baz Luhrmann. It looks like... Have you... It absolutely... It looks like a Baz no, Luhrmann not movie. everything that's gold with people partying is Baz Luhrmann. It's t- wow. totally different. The fast editing, the loud, the over... That's a trailer. You haven't even seen the movie yet. N- neither have you. Yeah, that's but true. I, that, I, but I, I'm saying I, I know people have seen awesome. the, I've <laughs> know people who have seen the movie and they said the same thing. They're like, yeah, it's like a really shit Baz Luhrmann with lots of drugs in it. Yeah, anyway. it sounds good. Okay. Uh, number nine is a movie called Err... Or RRR, uh, <laughs> okay. which it says, uh, it looks like scary as shit. I'm really afraid of big cats, and there's been a few <laughs> big cat movies that have come out. Have there? 
Like well, what? apparently there's this one that I've never heard of called Ur. Okay, so it's a, what looks like a kind of... Tiger. Yeah, like a tribesman facing off with a tiger. Yeah, and then there was that one with Idris Elba that came out earlier in the year this year. What's where that? It's like a kind of an action horror movie where he's being hunted. He's like, it sounds like it's the exact same premise. He's out on safari with his family. Okay. And then like their tour guide gets oh, yeah. eaten or whatever. And then he kind of gets like stalked by like a demonic lion or yeah, something like that. Yeah. And that one looks cool, too. Nah. They both look scary to me, because like I said, scared of big cats. That's why okay. I never saw that 10,000 BC one. <laughs> yeah. This image, dude, this okay. image of a giant cat's mouth in your face is like a really commonly used thing that they go to. Yeah. And it scares me every time. Okay, that's I'm interesting. Like, imagine a cat snarling in your Mr. face Silas like that. Seen her. Yeah. Like Sir Samuel does that, and I get scared. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, number eight, we got Everything Everywhere All at Once, which I saw and very much enjoyed. Uh, oh, watch it eventually. In all its zany glory. Yeah. Uh, I really, really did not like um, Swiss Army Man by them. Mm. I just didn't like their style. I don't like their aesthetics. And Number seven is this No Bears again. What's it called? No Bears. Yeah, I don't know about that. Oh, here's one. Nope. I did finally see Nope. Oh, I thought that was shite. Well, I didn't think it was shite, but... Oh, that's number five. That's number six. Number six. Oof. I was, uh, I was, I was, what's it called? I was very underwhelmed by that. It was an interesting way to describe it. They said the the elevator pitch is what if Close Encounters turned into Jaws? I'm like, yeah, I guess that is kind of what is the, what the movie is. No, um, not really. Yeah. But not no, a fan of I, I, uh, I liked it except that I felt that it, took a really interesting plot line and nixed it halfway through the movie and then we had to focus on this really boring plot line mm-hmm. which is, turns out to be the A plot line. Yeah. And I was like this this like that other one seemed a lot more rich. Mm. The whole thing with Steven Yoon and like him yeah. trying to like cope with the spectacle no, that, stuff and I'm like this yeah. is really interesting. Yeah. And then he gets got and then they're like no let's focus on this brother and sister and they're dealing with a yeah. tragedy. Yeah. And I'm like I don't give a shit about any of this. Dude, like the, that what a much more yeah, interesting whole, and unique storyline that Steven Yoon had. Well, the whole yeah, the whole chimp thing, right? So yeah, that was scary. That, as that was clearly something left over from another idea he had. Oh yeah, I remember you saying that. It had to be. I think you're right. It has to be. It doesn't fit in at all. And oh, I don't it, agree. I think he finds a way to weave it in. Very like when you have two disparate things and you find a way to weave it in. That's what it feels like. Well, you know what it, it is. I'll like bet you if you cut out that chimp thing. No one Steven would like the movie. Well, no. Steven Yoon's character would be much more of a minor character. Yeah. And so maybe that explains why, why it's dispatched. so bizarre that he gets dispatched so yeah. early when we've given all of this supplemental material to building his mm. character out. Yeah. Honestly, I, I just thought it was shoddily made as well. Like, poorly made film, which you don't often see in big budget movies like that. But like some, some so. editing was very bad, I thought. Oh. And something, and uh, you know him. Uh, no spoilers, but well, it is, who cares? Daniel Kaluuya at the uh, Kaluuya at the end, just coming back into fr- like that's the ending. The very ending is oh, he didn't die. He's fine. Boom. Yeah, that's a shit ending. <laughs> like, it's just terrible the way it comes about. Oh, everything at the end when they're like, did no one say horse, hey, maybe. when they're like horse racing it around or yeah. whatever? I hated that. She's I was like, like jumping this in thing a well is really and boring. killing it with a camera. Yeah, uh, the, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. Oh, and then of course it becomes a movie about making movies. Yeah, at oh. the end. 
Well, because they got to the, hire the director guy. Well, the paparazzi guy on, uh, with the with the reflective helmet. Mm-hmm. And you think, oh well, okay, they're going to do something with that then. No. no. No, it really is just as basic. Like the comment, all the commentary in it is as basic as you. You, you think, well, surely they're going to do something more with that, but no, they don't. Okay, number five is a movie called After Sun, which I've never heard of. No, me neither. Well, maybe I missed some this year though. Number four is Tar. Eh. That looks good. Tar will not be remembered. What's the hand? It's fine. Bitch, it, it's the best movie of the decade. <laughs> <laughs> It is definitely not. It's not even the best movie about a, a classical conductor. You're thinking of that, uh, that, uh, no, not Gaspar Noé. Who's the guy who did Holy Motors, the French motherfucker? Oh, uh, I don't remember. He, d- he did one about a conductor? Well, he did that one that just came out with Adam Driver. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but there's a, there's a character, Simon Helberg plays a conductor in it. And there's a cool conducting scene. That movie's awesome, by the way, if you didn't see that one. Well, no, it would help if you knew what it was called. It's cause it's just someone's name. Okay. Um, but it's about like this, it's like this weird operatic thing and they have a daughter, but the daughter is just inexplicably portrayed by a puppet the whole movie. Mm. Um, sounds like Holy Motors. Yeah. It's, Whoa! You know, it's zany. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's it's Adam Driver and someone else pretty famous as well. Maybe even like Emma Stone or something like that. Okay. Uh, anyway, Decision to Leave. Don't know that one. That's a Park Chan-wook, actually. Oh, really? Oh, I'll see that. That didn't get all that much fanfare, did it? No, not at all. This is, is that his first movie since The Handmaiden? Handmaiden fucking rules, by the way, if you haven't seen that uh, one. Yeah. Yeah, um, that was a few years ago now, so maybe. Number two is The Fablemans, baby. Oh, good Lord. I've got that. I, I, I cannot bring myself to sit down and watch it. Come on. Oh, dear. And number one, uh, Banshees of Inisherin. Yeah. It, it probably is up there for me as well, now that I can't think of anything else. Um, yeah. I, uh, there was... Uh, 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 in has got a new film called uh, Not Babylon, Bardo. I think, mm. which, uh, you know, obviously I'm looking forward to because of the title, Bardo Thodol. Oh, I thought for some reason I was thinking, man, we're so not immersive anymore. I was thinking like <laughs> Brigitte Bardot. <laughs> Are you, Bardo you like a big fan of her or something? Um, I really liked, which might, God, I hope it's not my favorite movie of the year, but it may well have been, uh, Vortex, Gaspar, New, uh, Gaspar Noah's new movie. Oh no! I didn't even know it's he had really one. Really good. There's been a lot of people who have just quietly released movies. Either that, or it's yeah. just because I'm so checked out. I didn't know the new Inarito movie was out until I didn't know I that. The I didn't know it. that the the new Aronofsky. It's got oh, Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Oh, you didn't know about that? No. Oh yeah, it's backfired. People don't like it. Um. Well, yeah, because because it was the Renaissance, which I think I called on this podcast, by the way. That the Renaissance was going to happen? The Renaissance was coming. I, think I a feel as though the ago. Renaissance hasn't happened yet. It Him has. being in a movie, no, which it's people not the, don't like, is not a Renaissance. People being like, man, what happened to that guy? He was so cool. No, but people did like it. was one of those things where people liked it when it was at Cannes, and they liked, the critics who got to see it early got ex- liked to get excited and say, Brendan Fraser is spellbinding, and he's back. We're the ones mm-hmm. who are calling it, basically. Mm-hmm. We're the ones who are calling, Brendan Fraser is back, because mm-hmm. uh, this is amazing, and it's art, and blah, blah, blah. Uh, then the movie actually gets you know a general release, and people are like, well, it's shit. <laughs> it's mawkishly sentimental, and uh, Brendan Fraser sort of seems lost. 
I've been told um, that I've been told that people are trying to cancel it too. Yeah, for fat shaming, yeah. which is kind of funny because uh, it's trying to do the opposite. Yeah, from what I understand, the story is about a morbidly obese man who's struggling with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah, ironically, the film has been canceled for being fat phobic. My year was uh, was interesting though in my own life. I was looking through the calendar trying to think of what happened when. I mean, January, I took a long term uh, sub position. Mm. And then uh, that's now where I work. Your master died. My master. You're dumb. Oh, <laughs> so I had to be a long-term sub. Zing. Yeah. Uh, yes. Um, and then uh, in like roundabout March, put up Parliament. Roundabout. Yeah. Uh, roundabout December, put up Abigail Season. Two yeah. shows in one year. Been not prolific. Not too else. shabby. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, it's been a great time. Been a good year. Glad to hear that. Car broke down. Yeah, you have, <laughs> that's not. You have that's, no car. You're losing your home. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know. <laughs> but you, you, you did some plays. Yeah, and that's what. And that's what matters. <laughs> yeah, I'll be a legacy. Yep. Oh, uh, the, the Vegas trip. Got a Vegas trip in. Yeah, with Brandon. Just the one, right? Just the one. All time low for me. Yeah, I used to go like every three months. Yeah, it wears off. If I can get my car back in time I guess I could always just rent a car too I'm trying to get I'm trying to go to Vegas sometime this month for my birthday oh yeah classic speaking of which I got your I've got your present oh got your Christmas present and a birthday present cancel both nice hang on let me just pause this a sec just yeah so I got you got you a little gift oh wow you wrapped it in everything my yeah, god I wrapped it so that we'd have a bit of this suspense nice it says you guys should see that I'm gonna take a picture of this okay you should why s- it's just blank wrapping paper no it's not he like calligraphied my name on it that's just my handwriting my full name no less yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, it's black it's a beautiful black wrap I don't even want to open this this it's is, just black paper. That's uh, nice. Okay. All right. You can tell you got, someone got no presents for Christmas this year. I didn't. Did I tell you that? You got none? I, my Nothing family forgot about me. Someone. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's because you don't check in with them when they're being flooded. <laughs> Maybe. They're drowning and you're no. like, eh. Because my family does a secret Santa. Oh, that's how you do it? Yeah. Typical Jewish family. It's yeah, how I do it. Stingy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, we do it Secret Santa. So I got mine. I sent them out. It's all good. But I've just not received a present yet. Really? So I'm like, whoever drew my name forgot. You sent your presents out? Yeah. You get them presents. I, I gave my Secret Santa presents, which is, which happened oh, to be my mom. Okay. So I sent her a bunch of stuff. But like, yeah, I've heard nothing. Oh. And it's, it's a little ghost to be like... Which one of you had me and didn't send them? <laughs> <laughs> Next year, we'll do a spreadsheet online that yeah. we can all see. All right. It feels like a book. You should probably, uh, here, I'll hold the mic up for you so we can, well, let's get the nice ASMR sounds. Yeah, here we go. It is a book, and it actually ties in something we were talking about earlier, but then we got distracted. What's this here? I think you'll like it. Oh, you're kidding. Oh, this is awesome. This is the scripts. What I'm, what I'm holding here appears to be the scripts of series one through three of Inside Number Nine. I.e. the best series. Yeah. Yeah. The, those are, these are fantastic. This is fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, we've, we've introductions by them, by the writers uh, yeah. for each season. And uh, also, I th- yeah, the reason I thought you'd like is because the scripts are written. They're not written like normal TV scripts. They're written far more like plays. And then they yeah they are they look they look just like a play yeah, yeah. and they leave leave a lot up to the uh, director it mm-hmm. seems 
So they don't, they're not too specific. Even though it seems very, very you know, calculated and careful, most of the scripts are just dialogue. Well, this is actually more useful than you know, because uh, hot announcement on the mic here. We've already sort of decided what my next play is going to be. He's penning a new play. I'm penning a new play, <laughs> and it's going to be like a probably like a chamber piece. Oh. So this will give me some good insight, mm. and it will be a Victorian in backdrop. Oh, so well, yeah, that's right up there, Alex. We'll see, we'll see what we do here. Yeah. This is awesome. Thank you so much. I, I thought you would like it. Yeah. I thought you'd appreciate it. Trial of Elizabeth Gage. That's the one I want to read. Oh, uh, yeah, the witch that's trial a, one. That's a funny one. Mm. But it is weird how, like, because I, I, I flipped through it. And what I really want to read is the, uh, my favorite one is the, the Riddle of the Sphinx or whatever. Yeah, that's in yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. And you would be surprised how it occupies no more than maybe uh, 10, 15 pages. Well, this, uh, that's what it's it is. It's very like dense. This, 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 <laughs> this short form, you know. Yeah. It just gets to the dialogue mm-hmm. in very, very simple stage directions. Yeah. Well, because yeah. they're making, what are they? They're only half hour episodes, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, half-hour episodes, but something like The Riddle of the Sphinx. Uh, uh, but it, these are the original shooting scripts, so it's everything that went... So they cut some stuff out for the episodes. So there's mm-hmm. actually extra lines in there oh, to cool. mention that. Um, but yeah, it's amazing how much they can get into such a seemingly short amount of Yeah, I mean, let's see here. Riddle of the Sphinx here, we got a... Quiet Night In is, is going to be an interesting one, too. Well, that's all stage direction. there will be no dialogue in it, yeah. Yeah, so that one they obviously go into a bit more detail. But. Mm-hmm. Mm, let's see here. Is there a table of contents where I can jump directly to the page? Um, I think at the beginning, yeah. Here we go. Uh, Riddle of the Sphinx, Pete, 319. Yeah, you're, yeah, it goes from... That whole episode's script goes from page 319 to 338. Yeah, 20 pages or so. And how dense... Yeah. It's incredibly dense, yeah. Yeah. That's good stuff. Thank yeah. you. All right. Thought you'd appreciate it. Yeah, you had to import this, huh? Yeah. Illegally. No, perfectly legally. You smuggled this in, huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, anyway, there you go. Cool. I mean, these right. guys write everything, huh? Yeah. Just those two dudes? Yeah. They write that write it all. That's something else. And they're such good actors too. Yeah. So I'm assuming it. my presence in your coat because you don't have. It's a bag in the mail. You. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was delayed by Etsy. Yeah. yeah. I didn't, dude. I'm the worst on presents. I didn't even get a mega present this year. You're awful, man. Well, you, you. What you find is that it's hard to get presents when you can't go out and shop because you don't have a car. And then you're. If only wi- someone would invent a service <laughs> by which. You but that, I feel like that requires things. you to know what you're going to get someone. I can't like go out to the shops and and like just browse for any ideas. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. But you're with people you know. You're supposed to have an have idea an of idea. what they like. Yeah, I guess so. I had not, COVID you're too. Not very good so. at this. I had COVID also. Oh shit! You finally got it, huh? I, I've had it twice now. Oh, I had it this time last year, or yeah, right before New Year last year, and then this year we had it over Thanksgiving. So the whole sort of, fucking the whole fucking cast got it. Yeah, it's like a bunch of Hasids. Yeah, Hasids. Yeah, you didn't hear about how the uh, the Hasids were um, they were refusing to cooperate with you. COVID regulations because they were like, no, we're not going to mask oh, up. We're going to go York. to our yeah, we're yeah, going to go yeah. to our temples and we're going to sing loudly in each other's faces. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and they all that's got an old. Re- that's a 2021 reference. Yeah. Nothing else though. Yeah. Well, 2020 even. Well, it, well, it just so happens going back to the classic plays of this year, uh, that 
was because there was a COVID scare during Parliament. There was an actual COVID outbreak during Abigail season. Mm. But there was a COVID scare during Parliament. And so we were all in there rehearsing and we're doing vocal exercises in a circle while one of us may or may not have COVID. Right. And Ian turns to me and he's like, this is how the Hoss, this is what happened to the Hasids. Oh. Like, this is literally what happened to them. And then he thinks about the Hasids a he, lot. That's when yeah. he improvised the like, like a Hasidic Jew. Trying to hail the taxi. Yeah. Yeah. Still the best line. Um. <laughs> oh, we should talk about the mini lives of Abigail season. Well, no, we shouldn't. We're, uh, <laughs> we're waiting for the director and mastermind yeah. behind it. Yeah, that's fair. To uh, to join us for that. I think that's good. That, that'll provide... Otherwise, it really will just sound like a mutual wanking session. I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Actually, it won't be mutual. It'll just be you expecting me to wank you and then you giving me a hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gonna you know, t- like you're, oh. you putting your hand over mine mm-hmm. and being like, yeah, let's just... <laughs> Go a little faster. There you go. Whereas when Meg gets gets here, you're going to give her the harsh criticism that she needs to hear. (laughs) No, no. I I mean, yeah, there's not much to criticize about it, I don't think. So, yeah, Libby Libby, Libby said very complimentary things about it. Did you see it with her? I feel like you did. Um... No, I don't think so. Who was your Abigail season when you went? Was it a blonde girl or a brown haired girl? The not blonde one. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, dude, we did have one stinker. You got to have one stinker before the show goes. How'd you mean? Uh, just our second to last show of the run. Oh, it, it sucked. It's just the energy was not. Oh, uh, that's that's good. That's a good thing. I was trying to get my folks to go see it, and yeah. that would have been the night, but then they couldn't go. Well, what's night. interesting is when I, you know, when you talk to people afterward, they don't actually. Pete happened to see both shows because there was a four p.m. and an eight thirty on the same day. First time we've ever done that. Mm. And so we did two shows in the same day and the first one stunk and the and the second one was went over gang but it was like our best one. Oh, okay. So that was nice. But what was funny is when Pete saw it, he was like, Oh yeah, it was good and everyone was I was like, Oh, they're just being nice. And Pete said he then saw the second one and he was like, Oh, you know what it is? He goes, It was still good when I saw the four PM, but that's because I didn't know how the show was supposed to be. Oh, like because he's like, you know, so that's like a thing to that I always forget is like, oh, these people don't know yeah. how much better it was. Exactly. On other dates. Yeah. 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 You've always got to remember that. Yeah. They're not comparing it to the other yeah. shows in their head. No, they're, they're comparing it to it. a yeah. blank slate of nothing. Yeah, yeah. So probably wasn't as bad as it felt. But man, did it feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that feeling. Low energy. <laughs> Take that cast members. You sucked. Oh, I mean, I was one of them. I was. Oh, you were I low was, energy. I was just out there. I was out there as low energy as anyone else. No, with your character, that wouldn't be, wouldn't be a a boon. No, no. Yeah, I don't have a lot of a uh, lot of room to to drop the energy to breathe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that would be funny if I went. I was. I'm just gonna live in the character tonight. I'm just yeah, gonna really kind of. I'm just gonna play it. I'm not gonna blast it out. I'm just gonna kind of. Yeah. Experience it. <laughs> Um, uh, all right, well, yeah, that's 20 to, 22 told then. I I have nothing really to report from it, I don't think. I'm sure I do. I just forget. Uh, the years are blending together more and more with age. Yeah. Uh, I'm not... Just unremarkable, really. Yeah, did anything happen? Kind of an unremarkable year. Kanye West. But yeah. Finally, people can't defend him anymore. Yeah, they've gone... Again, that's another one I fucking called. He's crossed the Rubicon. He's cr- yeah, I mean, I, I've been calling it for ages, being like, are you sure that all of this mad stuff is genius, or is he just an idiot, or is he just mm-hmm. mad? Mm-hmm. And, yep, yeah, no, it turns out he is. Um, and then, uh, what's the, uh, what else? There was something similar to that. 
Oh, well, Johnny Depp is kind of the opposite. Where I could... Well, now I he's having a moment in the sun. Well, I correctly predicted his downfall, mm-hmm. but now it's sort of come back. But now it's sort of gone again. Yeah, he's <laughs> downfalling all over again. Yeah. Yeah. Who's even still talking about those two? Didn't I don't that know, all but it was all the rage. Year? It was like... It, I remember it overlapped with the, the war in Ukraine kind of properly kicking off, but everyone was like, well, instead, we're going to talk about... <laughs> whether Amber Heard stepped on... Uh, that her dog stepped on a bee... Where his dog stepped on a beast? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it was a short clip that everyone kind of... Have I ever told you about Jamila Jamil and her bees? Yeah. Yeah, we've talked about it on this very podcast. Her new thing is she's got Ehlers-Daniels syndrome. What's that? I don't know. Some (laughs) some made-up fucking disease. (laughs) No, it's like, it's something to do, like, the video, she's like on her TikTok or whatever, and the video starts with her going, here, look at this, and she just starts pulling on her cheeks, and she's like, you see how... I can pull on my cheek skin like this and it goes out this far. That's because I have Ehlers-Daniels syndrome. What? It makes my skin extra elastic-y and it also affects my joints and makes them, you know, it's chronic pain and it took me 22 years to get this diagnosis and I didn't want to talk about it because people are always telling me that I have Munchausen. (laughs) She does seem, I mean, granted, I don't know much about it, but she does seem awfully, there's a word for that, isn't there? Like, not self-indulgent, but... um like self-victimizing she's very much the center of everything to her yeah well she's very much uh i mean she definitely there's some there's a screw loose in terms of like hypochondria or the bees chasing her throughout her life is pretty odd yeah Yeah. that's like there's definitely something where she she seems to feel that she's being conspired against or yeah is the butt of the situation at all times well, you do wonder, you know, they say to you, if if you think that everyone you come across is an asshole, then maybe mm-hmm. it's that, you know, maybe... It never seems wonder. directed at people, which is no, interesting. No, 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 but yeah. it's, it's a similar thing where you think, all right, if all of this stuff seems to just be happening to you, maybe you're doing something yeah. to... But I don't know how you... How you... Um, yeah, how you reconcile that with bees chasing you. Yeah, she's a. Uh, she's she's just do kinda, you imagine that, or is that actually happening? If so, I think do that you it well, have a lot of bees. The near insight your house? came from Mark Ronson. I felt, which is it did actually happen. Mark Ronson. Yeah, because what it was is the story went that because there were many instances of them being chased, but only one of them did someone for some, some some sneaky journalist decided to reach out to another named party in the story for confirmation because <laughs> she was saying that she was out on the in the backyard with Mark Ronson at his place. Yeah. And they're having a chat and then a huge swarm of killer bees shows up and chases them inside. And Mark Ronson, they reached out to him for comment. He goes, I don't remember that. But he was like, I, I remember there were some hmm. bees outside, and so we got up and walked inside instead. Yeah. So that's a normal incident. That's something that has happened to many people. Yeah, you go outside, there's yeah. bees, so you go inside. Yeah. And according to him, it didn't even sound like she was freaking out at the time. No. But it's just later in her head, she's like, those bees the, the tried bees to kill me. me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, I could have died. Well, um, I, I got a piss, and then I've uh, I I got to get up. going soon. Yeah, so why don't we call it there? I had raising canes for lunch today. Oh yeah, there's one in Burbank now. Mm. How was that? You ever had it? Mm, no, I don't think so. Fantastic. I've heard about fantastic it. chicken fingers. Yeah, I mean oh. that's all they have. So if you don't like chicken fingers, I don't recommend <laughs> you're it. Out of luck. Well, luckily I do. Well, then you're in for a good time. That's what I want to end 2022 on. Fuck yeah. I gotta Go cook, to Raising I, Canes. I got to cook for you at some point. 
That was, by the way, that was a seismic shift that happened in 2022. Burbank getting a raise in Canes. <laughs> the nearest one was... <laughs> so it was the Queen dying. Yeah. Burbank, Burbank getting, getting a raise in Canes. canes. Well, yeah, because the nearest one before that was in like uh, like Barstow or something. Not Barstow, but like... It was pretty far. It was in yeah. Englewood or somewhere. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if there was one in Englewood. There's, there was like an inland, kind of like more inland. Inland Empire. Like Glendora or something. I don't mm. know, but... Oh, and Way of the Water, Pandora 2, uh, oh, Avatar Christ, 2, yeah. Way of the Water came out. I this has not been a huge year. <laughs> this has been an enormous year. Good Lord. Bob Iger came Can back. Uh, yeah, now I have my theories about that. Yeah, what are your theories? Well, so I thought it was a bit strange that Bob Iger, like COVID happens and then he steps down as the CEO of Disney. Mm-hmm. You could think to yourself, all right, fair enough. Maybe his time's come. Maybe he wants to give up. Maybe COVID inspired that because it's going to be downtime anyway. Um, so that I could buy. Then they bring in this guy, Bob Chapek, who is like the quintessential, this is the last person we want to be CEO of Disney, right? Mm-hmm. He's everything that has proven to be bad. He's right. a money man. He doesn't seem to have much knowledge of the company and yeah. its product. He doesn't seem to care or know what audiences, what, what the attendees want. He's damn right. Like disrespectful towards them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this seems like a really odd decision for them to make. And Bob Chapek apparently like appointed him himself. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's odd. Then it's even odder that Bob Iger is still very much involved all the time. Mm-hmm. Like he's always popping up and turning up at the parks and stuff like that. So it doesn't seem like, even though he's not the CEO, it doesn't seem like he's really retired. He also hasn't moved on to anything else. Mm-hmm. Seems a bit odd. Um Everyone's complaining that, oh, the prices are gone up, like under JPEG, mm-hmm. JPEG's done this, JPEG's done that, JPEG's made everything bad. If only Bob Iger were back. And then he comes back. And then he comes back. So, and everyone, the prices, the, the prices, prices going stay back the then. same. Yeah. Everything's like, but people are now grateful for Bob Iger being back. And thank you, God you the villain JPEG's gone. I think it's a patsy. I think you're right. I don't think it's. I think you're right. I don't think it's even. I think it's those, pretty transparent. Those prices aren't going to go down. No. Either. They're going to keep going up. Yeah. But we'll feel fine about it because Iger has, you know, made the toilets cleaner or something. I didn't know <laughs> what Genie Plus was oh, until it was explained yeah. to me recently. And it's like $25. It's gone up. Yeah. And then you pay individually for certain fast passes mm, within it. $20 per ride on Rise of, Res- Rise of the Resistance. And you essentially need it. That's the, the main problem with Genie Plus is that you basically need it uh, if you're going to have any kind of relatively good day there. That's so crazy. Yeah, it's pretty insidious. Um, but we're not going to talk about that now. No. I'm chilly. I need to go in. Let's I need to take in. a piss. And then All I need right. to go home and I need to cu- have a poor quality 2023. Yeah. We'll see you in December yes, for our yeah, next episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll be back pretty soon no, to we're do back um, on a regular Abigail, schedule. Abigail Breslin. Yes. Yeah. All, All right. right. Bye.